everyone to episode 114 of the Bowcast Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Pang, and I'm joined yet again by Speedish Chief 3, aka hey. Anaclor, who's hey. who's here for our, you're setting the world record for guest guest episodes. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like two times in a row. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like yeah. It might be. So, you know, we'll we'll uh we'll just address it now because uh there's no need for us to drag this on specifically. For those of you wondering, hashtag we're speedy, right? And and we're wondering that too. And I, I didn't I didn't put that out there last week because I was just messing around or whatever. I, I actually wasn't entirely sure. I knew he was okay, but he just was a little delayed on responding to me. Um you know, full transparency, I had a conversation with Speedy, and he essentially told me, you know, uh, it's been a good ride, but um, his heart's not really into the podcast anymore, and so he is uh, going to be leaving the show as a co-host. So that's fine. We wish him the best. Uh, you know, we had a lot of great episodes together. We celebrated episode 100 with him, and, you know, we even had Michael Soronka, uh with him on and all this cool stuff, and we did a bunch of bets. I mean, he shaved his beard, so <laughs> he definitely contributed a lot to yeah. the content of this podcast and we wish him the best now i'm sure everyone's already wondering one thing right is he gonna eat the hot chip and i don't know he he has the hot chip right i don't i i personally don't feel comfortable making him eat a hot chip holding him accountable eating hot chip even though he lost the bets uh just because he's no longer official co-host of the episode if he wants to join any time in the future and come on this episode and eat the hot chip with us, hey, we, that's, we happily, that's the, that's the happily have him Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, or honestly, if he wants to record it somewhere else, he's eating it. That's fine too. It doesn't have to be on this podcast. But I mean, there's no point in eating the hot chip if you're not going to record it, right? So, um, yeah. I know he had a he had a other couple bets in the that he he was trying to fulfill, but. I'm no loan shark. I'm not going to go after him or anything like that. It's it's all good. So and so, man really pulled the exit scam. You know, he was like, <laughs> yeah, the, the pro dodge strats right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a little funny story, but back before this is years way back, like a couple years ago, back during like Sylph season two or something like that, long early early days. Um, he uh used to be known as one of the pro Dodgers in a lot of these online tournaments where team format, ADL, Sylph, etc. You name it, he'd always be waiting till the deadline to do his battles. And it was well known in the community that he was a pro Dodger. So he's uh he's he's probably the biggest dodge on all of us here yeah. <laughs> this, on this time. Yeah. Um but you know, silver lining here is uh, I'm not running this show solo. We actually have Anacor on. You know, originally started off as a fill, but now the full time thing. Uh, until I scare him off and he quits too because he doesn't want to do a bet. He loses. Hey, bro, bro, <laughs> hey, you you're saying this, isn't it? Yeah, I I'm I'm gonna be the first guy to make you eat your words and the hot Okay, I'm, I'm all right. I will this say I didn't beat a... Speed in every bet, but. I didn't really lose any of the big bets, like the hot chip or yeah. the beard shaving ones. I just lost some Stardust bets. I don't, I don't remember what my... what my. I mean, just for reference, was. yeah. Caleb has yeah. already put a scoreboard of our bets in our little, <laughs> uh, <laughs> in our little agenda description. So <laughs> that's, uh-huh. that's already first on his mind. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... 
yeah, I um yeah, that's that's exactly right. So I I started a all time bets chart already on our agenda. I wiped the slate clean with all me and Speedy's history stuff, and we're up to zero to zero. And we got we got I got at least two bets loaded up for this upcoming mm-hmm. episode. So if you uh, if you love some bets, we're gonna keep it going. If you hate the bets, too bad, too bad. <laughs> it's it's our show, <laughs> but. Exactly, exactly. So that uh yeah, that's the that's the news on Speedy's Chief. We definitely wish him well. Um all jokes aside, I was very grateful and had a lot of fun times with him too. And uh yeah, we'll see we'll see how it goes. Maybe we'll have him on as a future guest someday. Um but T B D. Just like how we had Zionic back on for episode yeah, episode two hundred. Dude, two episode two hundred a long ways away. You you know how long that is? That's like <laughs> that's that's like that's like 20 that's like, yeah it'll be like 2025 i think if we make an episode every week yeah that's wild imagine 2025 i'll be in my mid-30s man i'm a, i'll be yeah that's kind of wild i'm not gonna lie yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean you'll be joining me soon enough so yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll see how it goes <laughs> All right, so uh, let's take a look at some of the YouTube comments. Um, let's let's start off with the BTW podcast or crossover episode because we didn't cover that one last week. But just to cover some of the episodes, um, ZT Smith says two of my favorite podcasts combined: the Captain Planet of Pokemon Go PvP podcast. Yeah, yeah, definitely for those that are fans of both the BTW podcast and Battlecats, uh, that was hopefully a fun episode. If you're not, if you haven't listened to BTW podcast yet, definitely give it. Uh, give it a listen because they definitely have some uh, great content there. Uh, Nathan Bocci says, um, the first hot take was very right in context of uh, to the barrier for entry. Uh, one, it's super expensive and grindy in regular game mechanics, catching for dust and hoping for the right XLs, trading for XLs, getting the right moves, etc. Number two, in-game, there is nothing to explain how PvP works, turn duration, energy generation, energy cost, switching type advantages, post-grunts description, maybe... IV understanding, etc. You know, I would say pause real quick on that. That is definitely a downside. Some of the content creators like myself definitely reaping some of the benefits because we come out with tutorial videos on how to do it. But yes, uh, I do agree. I, I wish there were more instructions there on that one. Yeah, I think uh, that part's pretty big as well because like mm-hmm. I tried to, I think a year ago, like teach a load of locals how to battle. And I realized I was just like, there is nothing in the game to do that. <laughs> no. Like they've yeah. literally got an entire battle system and just a zero description. Mm-hmm. What to do. And the game looks so simple, right? I think that's yeah. the that's the wild part is yeah. it looks so simple, but there's so many nuances. Mm-hmm. And I think because it looks so simple, people don't understand don't don't understand why exactly. they're losing. Yeah. Right? Like it's and that not makes it's them, not a that puts them off quite a lot as well. Because a lot of people I talked mm-hmm. to as well, I was like, Well, um, you know, I'm trying to like convert like casual players into PvP players. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of people, they feel like it was a chore because they're like, well, well, I only do it if I have a task to do or something like that. And it's like, that's not really the introduction you want to give people, do you know what I mean? You know? mm-hmm. Like feeling like it's just a mandatory thing. You just have to get out of the way. You know, kind of want them to enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. I do wonder, though, because for, I feel like VGC, like in the main series game, there's not a lot of instructions either because I don't know. Uh, I face a... Professor teacher Yeah, I guess there's a little bit, but some of the stuff like okay, so I'll give you an example, right? Um 
in the in the main series game, there's a move called like levitate or whatever. Or it's like a passive yeah. almost, right? Yeah. So some Pokemon like Ghastly or Haunter have it. Gengar doesn't because like two busts at Gengar, but and like Bronzon has it, whatever. And so like Bronzon or Ghastly or Haunter, you know, poison or steel type, you're thinking they're weak to ground. So right. I'm I'm like a like a Clodsire or something. I'm throwing ground moves at this Haunter or this Bronzon. I'm doing like no damage. I'm like, what is going on? Like, it's, I don't understand. It's weak type effectiveness. It makes no sense. But they have this like hidden move that like you don't know about. And then there's also immunity in the main series game, which in Go, there's yeah. have, like resistant moves. I had a Toxpex, uh, which is poison and water, all poison and water moves against. Uh, this was actually when I was batting Speedy in, in VGC when we were doing some battles together. His freaking Dragapult and his Ghosts and Dragons. So it's going to, res- it's just completely resist everything i throw at it right and it's like i'm throwing like poison damage and it's just doing zero damage not like one or two like literally zero um so it's a uh, yeah that is true little... that is true yeah i guess they don't really explain yeah not much there but i, do, but I yeah. guess also there's yeah okay maybe there's not really a reason in it but there's like enough resources around the main series games where if you googled it off like something would come up in it so i guess yeah. maybe that's what's missing yeah, 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 definitely so. Um, number three from Nathan is any other game has a tutorial of some kind, Go PP and GBL does not. All these things make it really hard uh, to want to learn how to play or to play at all. Imagine getting a new board game with 500 piece to piece together before even playing, and then there's no instructions for any of it. That's the biggest part that needs to change. I do agree. Um, I think we're definitely making some inroads on improving a little bit. Like, for example during worlds right before worlds uh like the broadcast i know there's an article article co-written by softov and speed is chief actually on pvp and different mechanics and all this stuff post on the official pokemon go live blog which was yeah. really cool and then of course they added the dancing rob research and the world's research all that stuff um and we'll talk about more about the GoFest bonds too but i think i think these are looking a little better for pvp these days but we'll, we'll see we'll see how it goes yeah definitely interesting point so for sure um jeffrey uh castaneda says hello i started playing pvp a little under two years ago and have definitely improved gradually and was even able to get to 2940 elo during the last rotation ultra league yo that's huge uh that's pretty that's right on knockdown legend store fancy cup has got me to the 2500s again i really want to give masters another shot but due to remote raid nerves and how near impossible it is to build legendaries my current roster consists of only dragonite uh snorlax Gyarados, Metagross, Lugia, Florges, and Mamo. Uh, I've been running Meta Lead, Lugia, Safe Swap, and D Knights. Uh, team has uh, a pretty good grade and does decent, but I find myself struggling versus all the legendaries I see. I wonder if I should switch the team around. Also, which Mon I should have as my buddy. Thank readings and thank you guys for the content. Uh, yeah, Master League is a tough one. I mean, dude, I still see that like Dragonite, Metagross, Exodrill team yeah, from time to time. <laughs> And it still <laughs> kind of works. Like I've I've lost to it. You know, depending on what team you're playing to, it could definitely be a little tough. Hopefully, uh, Jeffrey, during the most recent Go Fest events, you were able to get some of the stuff, especially like Rayquaza, Groudon, Kyogre, stuff like that. Especially because they lifted nerf from remote raid nerf stuff. Um, I honestly don't even hate the fact that it's ending on Mass League. I hate more so f- that it's ending on Catch Cup because it forces players that don't have the resources for Mass League. To probably spend more resources to build Pokemon exactly, just for a yeah. week to use, right? That they might already have built. 
So that's my that's my personal gripe on it. Like I don't like I think regardless for Master League, it's it's not going to leave any t- anytime in the future, and mm-hmm. not most people aren't going, a lot of people aren't going to have resources for it anytime soon. But hopefully the alternative is a little bit more affordable. Again, I, I hate also Little Cup when it's paired with Master League. Yeah, Little Cup has so much translation, so little translation to the rest of the formats, and also like it's those. Like make a whooper for little cup is expensive, man. I don't know if you tried it. It's like three hundred plus k does for a whooper. I'm like, what? That's XL. To be honest with the master league, like uh, I'm, I'm trying to personally uh, get involved in it, and I have actually been using the Dragonite double steel um, team just because like that's the most accessible. But like I said last week, yeah, over these last, I guess this last month with all the go fest. The raiding has been insane. You know? uh, again, is uh, partly due to being in like a really populated place where you know during the GoFest there will just be twenty person lobbies consistently. Mm-hmm. But I think, like I said, with the remote raid nerf over this weekend, you know what was what was it? It was the Primals and Rayquaza. Like those are three really solid Pokemon. Uh, I don't know if you put them on the team together, mm-hmm. but like they're re- three really solid Pokemon that can kind of like carry your team through decent amount of elo do you know what i mean um and i think the one thing about master league as well is it's probably important to find one team that you think is working and then just completely learn it because i think going back and forth from different teams tends to be a bit less forgiving in master league because you find like the people who are best at it, they know all the interactions and they know, mm-hmm. um, you know, exactly how to play every single matchup with their team. There's this one um, Japanese streamer who's constantly like first page, place, um, first page in the leaderboards during um, Master League rotations. And this guy has been using the same team for about two or two and a half years. What? Despite like all you the really changes could. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. What team is, is it? It said like Dialga, Kyogre, and Togekiss or something? Because that thing's no, been around forever. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that sounds... Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's like some Ho-Oh team. But it's like, it's not a... It's not a very... Um, uh, standard looking team. But he's obviously like uh-huh. mastered it. And it's just been... You know, absolutely going wild within it. So I think, I think that's like probably a... An important part is just like finding a team that seems solid, whether you like copy it or something like that. But just the main thing is learning. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, Mr. P says uh, this is regarding Ray Rizzo from BGC. Ray didn't uh, didn't not qualify due to Gen mods, nor was he banned. He went to play the final qualifying tournament with a new game file, so he could ladder without people scouting his team and apparently progress in the circus tied to the game file uh that's a unfortunate way of not qualifying for worlds ray rizzo ended up being one of the casters for vgc though so uh you know he was able to attend the worlds in some respect yeah yeah i was actually i was uh i didn't really talk to him too much but we're definitely like in the break room together a lot and stuff like that and saw him a few parts um but he's the guy that won world championships three times a row for vgc which is literally one of the craziest feats in the world i think like i think wolfie was one of the guys he beat too on that third on that third on the three feet so um i know a lot of people say wolfie is the the goat of vgc but i don't know i think ray Rizzo has something to say about it <laughs> but, hey man, this guy has been like 
he, he's basically been retired for ages yeah and then every year uh-huh. he'll like come back uh or like you know come back randomly being like you know what i think i'm going to compete in there. and like taking this year for example obviously he didn't manage to qualify and i think this happens on a regular basis where he doesn't qualify due to some sort of like technicality of him living in japan mm-hmm. but he comes super super close and for someone who yeah. just doesn't play the game on a regular basis nah, that's yeah What's he, do you know what he's doing in Japan? Is he just working like some other job? Yeah, yeah. I think he's just like working. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of gaming people are like data analysts. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I feel like that tends to be a tends to go hand in hand. He, yeah, I actually did talk to Gabby Snyder about this. I was like, how is he so good? And she said, um, he's like, I think he's a statistician or actuary or something. He's some guy that does a lot of like math and statistics. And so for him, he was able to do a lot of calculations on the fly during his match. Right. It was like, what are the odds that this happening? Stuff like that. And I think that lended him to a lot of success in his battles, which is pretty nuts. But yeah, I mean, winning yeah. a world cha- world championships three times in general is like, a crazy feat in itself three years in a row like imagine every like imagine that third year you're wolfie or anyone going up again it's like ah he's not gonna win it again is he right like i've got to be the one to end it and it's it's not it it's not it no mate i would i'd quit the game at that point i'd be like (laughs) is there any point you know this guy again right uh 301 nav says hey caleb it's nice meeting you at GoFest new york it was great to talk to you about gbo and i appreciate you gave me a team that could try for fancy cup that i unfortunately can't build since alone sand slash is quite expensive and to speedish chief 2 i saw you in line at the battle tent but was too chicken to say hello hopefully we will cross paths again anyways this caleb uh, this question is for caleb when i met you at GoFest, you said you liked my uh love love sick uh like kind of like love this cat um but any chance uh you are a fan of uh new new is he is considered a pioneer of lo-fi hip-hop and some of his notable works include part of the samurai uh champ Lu's soundtrack which uh most notably the opening battle cry featuring shing o2 as well as love six hexology featuring shing o2 He's my favorite artist. No, I have not, but I would definitely check it out. I'm, I'm big. I'm actually big into lo-fi in general. I mean, so when I work out, I listen to like dubstep, house music, electronic music, stuff like that. But when I'm just relaxing, it's more like pop or indie or lo-fi stuff. So definitely, definitely go check it out. But yeah, it was great yeah, to meet you. Yeah, I think you. I read somewhere recently how um, he, like Nujabes is kind of like the pioneer of like you know you see those those YouTube videos of like lo-fi study room uh-huh no, so i like literally have to all recommend on my list uh, <laughs> yeah. my list right on, yeah, on the yeah. screen right now yeah. yeah so yeah yeah you'll probably you'll probably be a fan to be honest um, yeah i use some uh for all my sh- for most of my streams i use like an avatar the last airbender lo-fi mix nice. um so it's a guy he's somewhere in europe his name's simon greb i think and i just messaged him i was like hey if I buy your music, can I use my YouTube videos and stream? He's like, yeah, sure. So that's actually what I use for most of my YouTube videos too. Yeah. Um, did I tell you the story about where Speedy, Speedy's Chief was battling in the battle arena during GoFest nah. in New York? Oh, I, I, so I, if I didn't tell you, I didn't tell the podcast. Um, it just reminded me because the um, – Nat just reminded me because I saw uh, them in that same area. 
but so Speedy, uh, so I was working the event. I was like one of the coaches and stuff. Speedy wasn't huge as attending as any trainer or player, and so he was lined up. There's a there's a battle arena portion. We didn't have this on Osaka. Uh, they did have in London last year as well, but this year too. Uh, I know you obviously weren't at either because you're in Japan, yeah. but essentially they have like a battle arena. You play three best of up to three um, blind three battles against random trainers. So you stand up to the battlefield, you'd be matched up against one trainer. If you win, you move on and you face someone else and you can win up to three times to get prizes. The prizes are pretty dope. You get like two elite charge GMs, like three rare Yo. XL candies, like five premium raid passes, stuff like that. That's pretty good. And then, yeah, exclusive GoFest 2023 pin, all the stuff, right? So people want to win. And so there's a line queued up for it and stuff like that. And, you know, sometimes you'll see like some of the, some really good trainers lining up. So I think, like Yasser's opponent was Rise Occasion, which he was like, "Oh, dude, come on now!" Like I, I thought about this, right? And then you got other people that are just like just starting PP and they're running like a twelve hundred CP Flareon or something, right? Uh, so or or like a Absol. So it, it could really be, uh, you know, kind of a mixed bag depending on who you face. Um, so I was in the coaching area, so it was right. I was like a tent right next to it, and so anyone that comes that has questions, we can help them build teams, answering questions about PvP. Or if they lose, you can line back up again. But they'll sometimes send you to coaches, and be like, "Hey, like maybe check them out and see if you want any battling tips, stuff like that, right?" Because some of these trainers are very new and they don't know what to run. And so I'm in the tent PvP coach area. I see a bunch of people online, and Speedy's there, and in part of the line. And I actually, I actually vlogged this part too. I didn't come on my GoFest vlog yet, but I was recording it, so I'll, I'll drop it in uh, sometime in the future. And I'm recording him battling, right? And he's he's on the battlefield battling, and and then it's his first battle, and I believe he takes a loss because I see him walking off the platform, and the one the staff members in the area was just chatting with him. Right. And he was just like kind of like nodding. He's like, Yeah, yeah, thank you. Stuff like that. And I already knew. I was like, before this before I even saw Speedy, before he came closer to me, I already knew the staff room must have been like, Hey, look, like, you know, if you need some help, we got some coaches over there. Right. And you can see Speedy like he's like obviously they don't know who Speedy is. So Speedy just like being polite and saying thanks and whatever. So I see him. I was like, I was like, yo, I was like, what what, what happened? He's like, Man, I, I faced um uh, he he faced a trainer uh, named Skinny Black Man, who was actually okay. a pretty good trainer from Virginia, if I if I uh, remember correctly from Sylph Sylph days. So definitely wasn't some random person that Speedy battled, but he lost. And Speedy's like, yeah, the staff member told me like, hey, like if you need some additional tips, uh, we got some coaches over there in the tent you could talk to. So he's like <laughs> trying to be real polite and be like, yeah, yeah, okay. And you can see him like slowly walking towards me. I'm like crack it up i'm like yeah yeah let me give you a type char speedy let me see uh <laughs> you on your team <laughs> but it was uh it was a pretty funny moment um i was gonna bring it up if he came back out of the podcast but he, he dodged that conversation too <laughs> so <laughs> um and going into the comments from the last episode we got hk with the with the first comments a classic. Ryan Colgrove says comment was uh this is regarding his comment on predicting access to second play second potential person to win it. Uh world said comments edited because of some spelling error. I got really annoyed when I reread comments or posts with spelling errors, so I'll just delete and repost. Comments on YouTube naturally are easy edit, but too much of a man of a principle do that. I did call it even if he wasn't my first choice. I was there in Portland when him and Rubik's played, so it felt very full circle season for me. After Portland, he had me convinced. All right. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Um, 
Yeah, the only one I know that, yeah, had Axon that high up on predictions for winning worlds. I'm sure, like, his family and his close friends probably yeah, predict yeah, him yeah. to do it, too. But the only only message I've seen online posted about it. Um, Alex Miller says, I thought of this while you were talking about how many people play Go casually and don't pay attention to PvP. I'm in Pittsburgh area, and it's crazy how many people were playing Go Book global go fest and didn't know a regional is coming to our city in two weeks most didn't even know go had a competitive circuit see that's that's what i'm saying hey yeah. alex miller i i hope to hopefully you'll be at pittsburgh maybe you'll be on stream look definitely uh definitely let us know if that's going to be you drop your training name down maybe in this video or something so we, we can look out for you too uh but that'd be cool to see you know a fellow fellow listener of the podcast on on the stage but yeah totally right and i think part of it is you know i think niantic does send out some push notifications for people and stuff like oh, that bro. but maybe i not. mean i think i think the <laughs> yeah. wasn't the euic notification last year oh, a week dude, off yeah. the euic or something it, it, or i definitely something remember seeing like it after night i thought it was my own game glitching but i think that yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but yeah hopefully i don't know i i i'm I'm hopeful these days, but I'll talk more about that, yeah, a little bit. Uh, and then our last comment from Majin uh, Sage is hashtag where's Speedy. <laughs> so hopefully you all know now where Speedy is. He is he is doing okay, but he is on to his next uh, venture in uh, his yeah content creator journey. So uh, that being said, uh, I was gonna ask how your GoFest went, but also what what I'm feeling is. I feel like Niantic is kind of turning a new leaf, especially when it comes to PvP. And, uh, you know, I feel like we've all said this maybe in the past before, but I don't know. I personally actually really feel it this time. I don't know what I don't know what happened. Maybe internally they had some discussions or whatever, what have you. But I feel like of late, it's been better. I mean, you know, we had, like I said, the Sovtov and Speedy article leading up to Worlds. We had... You know, a lot of worlds related spawns, dancing Rob's research during worlds. We uh, also had, like, I don't know if people were paying attention on Pokemon Go's official Twitter account during worlds. There were clips of battles yeah, uploaded. And this wasn't, yeah, this wasn't like on the Play Pokemon Twitter or it was retweeted from the Play Pokemon Twitter. It was actually just clips posted straight onto the Pokemon Go uh, Twitter, which is huge because that's the main Twitter. And they were relevant. If, and they're relevant. They were good. Yeah, they weren't I mean, random. See, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like a lone sand slash into Altaria, right? Shields yeah. up situation. Like it was. It was a very yeah. They were relevant hype moments, which was really cool. So, um, I think I think things are looking f better, and I'm feeling a little hopeful. I mean, let's talk. I mean, we could talk about this too. The GoFest spawns, and we got Carbon like. Up the wazoo, like who who doesn't have a car bank after this weekend is the real question. Right? I didn't even walk a single like step of mine, and I already have more than three hundred XLs. Uh, you what? have, uh, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm doing what? Well. Yeah, I'm, I'm catching. I'm catching. Uh, uh, I'll talk more about that. Yeah, you but, must you have know, loads of Onyx XLs. Uh, uh, yeah, that that's true. Yeah. I do have that too. Yeah, um, a bunch of PVs related spawns like Lickitung. Um, you know, obviously at the New York office in Osaka, I think we had Shield down. We had, you know, Amora, Tyra, and stuff like that. I mean, Tyrant's not that super meta relevant, but a lot of these PvP related spawns, um, and you know, even the raids, right? Even you got like stuff yeah. that now people can play more easily for massively because you got all these raid, like massively relevant raids, um, and we have Ultra Unlock coming up four times Stardust. 
in like a week, which is going to be crazy. And then we'll talk about this more too. We have Classic Community Day with Charmander coming up, which is obviously one of yeah. the most, you know, prominent flyers in play Pokemon as well as Ultra League. And, you know, you could even make it for extra resources. So I don't know. I'm feeling kind of hopeful. I don't know about you. And we got though technical streaming again. So Bro, you know, like, that, was, like, that was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you Even know, I, I make fun of people yeah. for like not fully retiring and stuff, but yeah. I am glad that when people are coming back into it, you know, it's just like it's good to see that some people yeah. are coming back um, into the game. So I think you know, I, I think know. though, um, coming back is like relatively significant because again, like when most people retire, yeah, like what are they doing? They're just not playing GBL. Yeah. This guy decided to not go to the World Championships. Yeah. And still decided to come back to the game. Yeah. So that's like, mm-hmm. you know, real dedication into quitting and then, you yeah. know, reinvesting yourself again. So, yeah. He I left the creator program too. He was part of the Niantic creator program as well. He yeah. said he left that yeah. like when he was quitting and all the stuff. So um, he's back. I mean, I don't know. Things are looking yeah. pretty good for the most part. Um yeah, yeah. How you know what, honestly, by the way, you, you're playing in Japan too, right? Oh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, I was still so I was playing it in Osaka, um, just because mm-hmm. I was in the general area. Um, and yeah, bro, it was good, you know. I, I think one thing for me, I'm, I'm not like an intense grinder, yeah. Uh-huh. And so, for me, like when there's these kind of events on, I want to feel like I don't have too much to do but I can still do everything I want to do, yeah? Because there's there's a lot of things that I'm always just like, oh, yeah, I really need to do this, this, and this, yeah? I don't want it to feel, like, too overwhelming. And honestly, it didn't really, you know. Um, one slight unfortunate thing is that, you know, uh, and this is this has been the case for, like, a year now, but since I'm now on this side of the world, I don't get any uh, advanced info on what the event is going to be like, so I kind of have to figure it out myself, which is a bit annoying. Um, oh yeah because yeah, obviously yeah yeah because yeah, <laughs> right, by right. the time it gets to you bro you know everything about it dude you know, i'm like, yeah i'm almost on the like, other end of the world like it, it's like yeah it's, it's you over know for you by the time it gets here yeah, yeah literally um so that that part is you know if that wasn't the case i could have like you know optimized a bit more but you know the first zone being insane for stardust Crazy. um insane and you could just focus on that and then there was the whole like uh when you get the bonus you get the double stardust as well so like i don't know how much i got this weekend yeah but i'm on an all-time high Uh, same well not all-time high all-time high since pvp dropped yeah which is i wasn't playing before that so i'm definitely (laughs) okay Uh, wait what's your status at like four and a half mil Oh, that's good. That's good. I'm, yeah, I'm just yeah. over three mil. Yeah, four and a half mil is good. Okay, okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, maybe maybe we do need to start off that. Yeah, let's go. Um, <laughs> you feeling good also, about it? Do you have any idea? Because I gained about a million, but I, I don't know if you have any rough have idea of how no much stardust you gained. No. Okay, okay. I'm trying to gauge it for a bet uh, coming up, but yeah. yeah <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Um, all-time high on charged TMs. Now, obviously, this is you know just due to like doing raids but yeah. um i mean it's nice to know that that won't be an issue in you know the immediate future um and then i think uh, again for people who are like you know focusing on pvp and stuff it was like a majority of the stuff you most likely already had so 
you know, if you're if you're like a veteran in the game, yeah, like the majority of the things you probably already have built or like a good version to them. And so you can kind of steer your focus to things like cobbing. Um and with cobbing being available in like tasks and um stuff yeah. like that. Uh I think it was good. It was like a balanced day, you know. I forgot about Patrisu too. Patrisu yeah, is spawning yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Dude, I have a, well, I have a yeah. ton of Patrisu. No hundo though, but I'm I'm like I got lucky Patrisu traits to come for years. Yeah. 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 Like honestly, yeah, it didn't feel like there was any shortage, you know, it didn't feel like a rare spawn. If anything, like there was some times when I was getting like three or four Patrisu in a row. And I was uh-huh. like, they're really uh, you know. Yeah. They're really trying to push the the rare the, spawns, which is amazing. Uh, yeah. I honestly could have got more if my Go Plus Plus wasn't messing up stuff. Like I, I think like a ton of carbon can catch Risu ran on me from the Go Plus Plus, but I like I said, I got plenty of XL carbon candy. So I'm over yeah. I'm over how how did you do that though? I was trying to grind XL carbon candies. I was so, not having the best time doing it. Oh, you 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 wanna know why I have so much? Because I went to uh, New York Go Fest too. I didn't just go to Osaka. Uh, just, so okay, I had a okay, bunch okay, from there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, um, so that was part of it. Um, I actually made the mistake of not excelling. I guess it doesn't matter too much. So I excelled a Kyogre for the first day. So I was like, okay, if I do any Groudon raids, extra damage, and then you get three boosted stuff for it, like bug, water, and electric. And I was mostly going for electric because I need more Pachirisu XL candy. I don't really need more Carbink XL, obviously, because I have enough to make it. So I wasn't even trying to prioritize the Carbink XL, but otherwise, I think I should have gone for. Like like fair Altaria Mega or something right for the fairy and the mm. dragon, um, which yeah, that's what I did yeah. for day number two because like, it's uh, Rapunzel. Aerodactyl, I guess. Yeah, Aerodactyl is a good so... one too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so Aerodactyl or, or Altaria would be good for day number two, which is what I did, uh, because it's Rayquaza raids, and I was like, eh, I'll just focus on the Carbink XL at this point. So, yeah. um, I have a bunch. I still have a bunch of my inventory to swap still too. So. We're, uh, yeah. we're good. We're good. But yeah, Bro, yeah. I'm I'm literally like uh, waiting. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm waiting for these move updates, you know, because like mm-hmm. I like I haven't traded a single one. I'm just like as soon as you haven't traded drop, any carbon. You know, oh no, because I'm like I'm I'm waiting. As soon as the updates drop, I'm gonna jump on PV Poke. Start like you know, just making sure there's no like you know bulk points, break points missed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's there, there uh, are so there are there's actually quite a bit. Um, yeah. so there's a reason to run a very high attack one because it has a breakpoint against Lantern, and I think even Azumarill with Roxo, and like you are able to win the one shield against Lantern, uh, if you land a Moonblast. However, like you said though, there's a moveset update coming up. Exactly. At the time you all listen to this, it might have already dropped, and if they just completely change how Lantern works, that changes all the Sims too, right? So yeah. it, so that's why. That's why, in my opinion, breakpoints and bulk points are good to know, but IVs and high stat product is timeless, right? Um, yeah. Breakpoints and bulk points can change based on how certain moves change down the road and stuff like that against different Pokemon, and that you can't ever count for because uh, you don't know what's going to happen. So, um, But yeah, that's a good point. Um, so yeah, so obviously we are recording this on the Tuesday uh, in U.S. time. And the, the the recent GBL season has not dropped yet. Hopefully, Bro. it's dropped by the time you listen to this. Uh, but we could only put off this episode so long, so we we did our best. I'm feeling but... like you know you know that one Dave Chappelle character. Which like, one? You, you gotta need those pixels. I'm not <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Updates. True. 
waiting. Oh, uh, dude, that's a that's an old school show. You know, I don't know if I ever told you this, but I used to have uh, the Dave Chappelle season two, I think, sketch comedy on DVD, on the unrated version. And my mom found out I had it. Well, she bought it for me. She didn't know what it was <laughs> off of Amazon, right? Because I didn't have my own Amazon account. And then... Um, wait, wait. She bought it for you and didn't know what it was. What, what did she She didn't know what it was. She, I just said it was just like some DVD I wanted. Oh, and so she right. bought it for me. And then it was... I was watching my neighbor. My neighbor's dad walked in on us watching. He was like, what is this? And then he told me. <laughs> took it away from me. But I managed to finish the whole season. <laughs> yeah. Some, uh, no. some good... Some interesting comedy. But... um. Okay, so, and we have Ultra Unlock coming next week, which we don't have info on yet. It's a bunch of question marks everywhere. But we do know for a fact that there's going to be four times Stardust for catches. Four times, which is the most I've ever seen, I think. At least for this long event. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've, we've seen Triple Dust. We've never seen four times Dust. We've seen, like, boosted spotlight hours, like Meowth or something, or Alolan Meowth spotlight mm-hmm. hours where you get extra dust or, like, shelter or stuff like that. But the actual multiplier four times we've never seen. Yo, I have a yeah. bunch of cards being stacked too on, on top of some Onyx in my research. So I got some stuff <laughs> to catch. Yeah. I got some stuff to catch. So that, I think that's from September 5th to the 10th. Now, I talked about this a little off air with Anacor. And I feel like, you know, what better to introduce him as an official co host of the Battlecast podcast than starting off with a, you know, nice little bet. And, and, and he said he wanted me to take some L. So he wanted to be the man to do it. So yeah, here's, your, here's your chance. So here's my idea. We take a screenshot of whenever the a lot, event goes live in our time zone, right? So September fifth, my time. I'll send you a screenshot of my dust total, and then we send each other a screenshot of our total dust when the event ends in our time zone. Or maybe we'll, we'll, we'll reveal it on the podcast, right? We'll have a screenshot okay, show. Okay. It. Uh, but here's the thing, right? Whatever starters you use between the fifth to the tenth, like that's on you, right? It's only the starting total versus the end total. So. Whatever you gotta make, power it up or don't power up anything for five days, right? That's that's yeah, uh, yeah. that's the main I've got, thing. Um, what's it? You know the Battle Frontier. Uh huh. The uh, yeah, yeah, that's starting roughly. Oh, are you are you playing on um, are you playing on Hidden yeah, Power or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. um, you better uh, but, you better play that out. <laughs> yeah, no. The the week starts on the eighth, so I might just like wait a couple of days push your battle back yeah yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. i can't battle until the 11. you better yeah, hope yeah, your opponent yeah. doesn't hear this episode <laughs> yeah be yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh he said he's sick until the 10th <laughs> meanwhile you're out yeah you're, you're outside grinding for all those days <laughs> um what do you want the punishment to be uh, i don't know bro you make these all the time in it yeah so you obviously have, to have a <laughs> have a good idea of uh, of, of what's uh, acceptable or not. I don't know what's what's been uh, what's been the standard so far for like a Stardust bet. Yeah, I don't actually. I don't. You know, honestly, I don't remember what the punishment has been for uh, Stardust bets. Oh, actually, I I do I do know some of them, but I think um, Speedy hasn't filled on some of them. So so oh, I don't well. actually know the outcome. I think like one of them was like you had to use like a mammal swine or something in Great League. Oh, you know what it should be. Um, man, what's a what's a what's a not great Pokemon to use in Open Great League? In Open Great yeah. League, yeah. Uh, Shadow Amphros. Garbodor. Garbodor. I mean, Garbodor. Yeah, you can get some wins on Shadow Amphros. Yeah, I guess you can. I mean, I mean, you have to be you have to be pretty good with it, you know. Let's let's yeah. pray for an update. <laughs> right, let's pray for you for an update, you know. 
Um, okay, how about this? Tre- Trevenant. Trevenant no. is really hard to use. Okay. Trevenant hard is super hard I think, to use. I think that's doable as well, yeah. Okay, so how about this? For um, for the loser, you have to play a full 25 battles on uh, one of the Great League, med- like when Great League, Open Great League is back in rotation using Trevenant. Uh-huh. Okay. So you don't stream, yeah, yeah. right? I don't. No, no, no. You, you know what I'll, you could I'll do? You could just you could just hop on hop. You could hop on my stream. Hop on my stream. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You can hop on my stream where you can send the battles or something, yeah, just yeah. so so people can see how it goes, right? Um, because we'll, we'll talk about this later. We're gonna we're gonna probably do a race to legend bet. So the loser is really struggling in two regards. One, you have to use a bad Pokemon, but two, you're slowing down your own progress to get to legend. I like it. That is true. That's uh, true. Hey, bro. Here's the thing. Yeah, we'll slow down your progress. Yeah, like if if the unfortunate occurs, yeah, and I end up having to use Trevenant, new map. Let me just say. (laughs) Oh yeah. Okay. Make that thing look like look like the old. All right. I'll let me just put it in writing right now. So loser uses Trev for yeah. Then loser. All right. uh, Let's see. Let's see how it goes. That's a really, that's really a nice cool little e- ease into the bets, you know. And of course, you you yeah, take a yeah. you take a loss on the leaderboard too, as well, right? The all time yeah, bets leaderboard. That's so, that's so we'll do that. You know, um, also I'm gonna be handicapped as well because I'm flying. Um, I'll, I'll be flying within that time frame, and I think yeah, but but you, have... you get time back though, because because mm-hmm. how long is the flight? Is that how it works? Yeah, how how uh, long is the flight? I think it's like a whole day because there's like a layover in China. Apparently, Pokemon's banned in China. Well, it depends on uh, what part of China you're in. You're you're you'd be in like Beijing, Shanghai. China. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Do they? I don't. I I guess I don't think you can play. I know you can play in like other parts of China, but I don't think you can play in Shanghai. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you have a layover, but you get some yeah. hours back. I mean, you you. But but here's oh. the difference. You're oh. in Japan. You be in Japan for a good portion of the event, and that's like Pokemon that's true, Go heaven, true, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. My ear is not that good, right? That I have true, a Pokestop, that's but that's yeah. it. I have like no spawns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, all right, okay. Well, hey, let's let's take a look and see. You know, drop your predictions down. Who who you think is gonna win it? Because uh, yeah, five days. Caleb's reign of terror is over. Yeah. That's why I was trying yeah, to. This, gauge, this is why uh, the casters keep. This is why the guests keep <laughs> leaving. Yeah, like. <laughs> okay, look. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it this way. I maybe had like one or two bets with Zionic. We didn't even have a bet. We just had like a competition. Nothing was even on the line. I felt kind of bad because you know he's a family man. He's got like kids and stuff, and like I, like it was back when our, one of our first competitions. Like, hey, let's see who get the most amount of XL Stumpus, right? I think Glaren Stumpus okay. or Unova Stumpus are small in the wild, and neither of us had an Ultra League Stumpus at the time. And you know, it was when XL's first dropped. So we're going around. I came back. I was like, oh, I got this many. How much did you get? He's like, ah, I, I, just, I was just at home all week. I was just doing on incense from time to time. I was like, oh, I was like, well, this is, I kind of stopped doing the competition with him because I was just like, this is not fair, right? It just doesn't feel yeah. like it's a, it's a thing. And yeah, then I so guess you, you put up the a good fight, but. Oh, what? You need that, the flexibility to commit in it. So I guess. Yeah. 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 Long. yeah. So, you know, and of course motivated. I feel like this is how everyone is, right? They start out motivated, like, yeah, I'm gonna be yeah, the one to take true. Caleb down. And then um reality sets in eventually. Hey, hey. <laughs> New leaf for Niantic, yeah. New leaf. 
for for these bets as well, yeah. Okay, all right. We'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, that's why I was trying to figure out how much Stardust you got at GoFest because I could like gauge maybe maybe where your catches are. Actually, we're not even Honestly, friends in the I game. We're we're not even friends in game, so I can't. Even, I don't even know how many total catches you have. Yeah, I have no idea as well. In it, I, I like. I don't know. Again, I'm not a grinder in it yet, so I'm just taking this bet based on vibes. You know, like hey, <laughs> just uh, a, assuming. Uh, this is a win-win because uh, even if you don't win the bet, but you go all out and you catch more than you usually do, I'm prepping you for next season. You know, you got you know, all these resources. You can be well prepped and well stocked for um for these tournaments. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, and then we do have some information. So speaking about accessibility, right? Like we talked about earlier, there's Charmander Community Day coming up. Uh, this was actually leaked from Leak Duck, but you know, it's we're gonna talk about they it. They did because... do like the Pokemon account did do like a little fire thing, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah, it wasn't confirmed which fire Pokemon was. I think you talked about like please no Magmar. I was like, yo, it could yeah, be yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> like it could be. <laughs> It could be a couple different things. It could be yeah. Embor, right? But luckily, yeah, it's the, 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 that was that was <laughs> yeah. Embor. yeah. Luckily, it's the best one. Um, and again, this is leaked somewhere, so not confirmed one hundred percent. But it seems very likely. And again, we didn't do the data mining ourselves, so we're not encouraging it. But it is information out in the public, so we're going to discuss it, especially because it's coming up this Saturday. So it's going to be this upcoming Saturday, yeah. uh, the yeah. second from two p.m. to five p.m. Community Classic, which is going to be featuring Charmander. Um, and we don't know what the bonuses are besides maybe three hour incense and lures, uh, but increased spawns. And then um, if you evolve it, you can get. We don't know what the moves they can get is. Hopefully yeah. it's both Blast Burn and Dragon. Yeah, Breath. last time it was both, right? Uh, I can't remember. I think. I think. Well, this is the third time. I think so. I think the first time was Blastborn. The second time it was Dragon Breath. So it, it was only one. No, but times. the last but, classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we had another Charmander classic. I'm pretty sure because I recall being able to like evolve there my was... Charmander and get those moves at the same time. No, you're not wrong about that. There was some events. I don't remember if it was a classic event or there was some event where you were able to get both. Yeah, but you're right, though. Okay. The last time you were able to get the exclusive moves by evolving, you were able to get both moves. I don't remember which event it was. Maybe maybe it was... Maybe they had a classic, um, or it was some, like, starter event. Something like yeah. that. I think it might have been a starter event. Anyway, that would be ideal, because... Well, you don't really need Dragon... You honestly need Wing Attack, but... But uh, Blast yeah. is necessary for sure, right? So, but having Dragon Breath is kind of nice, in case you do want a Dragon Breath variant one. Um, but yeah, that'll... Again, a great a great thing to have, especially because you know we have newer players coming into the game and stuff like that. So um, they definitely need some of that stuff because uh, it's pretty strong for PP. It didn't look that good at Worlds actually, um, but I think that's because everyone's over. I think everyone expected it. Though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think Inadequance ran it, which was probably the only person I remember that ran it the furthest with a Shadow Charizard. Um, Maybe there was on some other teams. I just don't uh, remember anyone specifically. I feel like there was yeah. a pretty... Actually, yeah, Dracovis has a graphic with everyone's thing on it, right? Yeah. Top 36, so we can actually see off of that. But I don't... I don't know. I don't remember... So, and Chiodo. So Chiodo came sixth, I think. Uh, he oh, ran had the Shadow Charizard. Yep, 
Shielder uh, did, and then Anakin. Yeah. Oh, uh, Avrip did too. No, not Scuffer. Yeah, Avrip yeah. did as well. Yeah, uh, I think they they all tied though. So it was Avrip, Inadequance, Tauntaun, Human Catcherbug, of course. Yeah. So I guess Chiodo was yeah. probably the furthest. Yeah, the only person in the top eight that had it, which is, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, quite, quite yeah, a drop at least compared to NAIC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even that nothing really new came out. Yeah. True. Yeah, two out of the t- top two out of the three, I guess, had it, but yeah. No, no, as in like. Uh, a blip compared to other events. Oh, yes, yes. Know. Yeah. yeah. So. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So, definitely, uh, yeah, definitely a good one to play for sure. Um, but speaking of, you know, impact in the Play Pokemon Menace stuff, we got some news from Play Pokemon this season from the championships uh, circuit. And uh, there's quite a few things. One, they dropped the international dates. And we talked about this a little yeah. bit on the last podcast. You're like, oh, you know, hopefully I can catch OCIC and EUIC. So double hey. dip and stuff. And, you know, it'd be embarrassing if you don't qualify because <laughs> you got two international No embarrassment for me. No yeah, no, no embarrassment for Anacor now because uh, OCIC has been canceled, unfortunately. So we only have yeah. three internationals now. Um, so Jakovic, the one and only international champion of Oceania mm-hmm. that there ever will be for Go, which is... Yeah, that's, uh, that's quite a immortalized. Quite a yeah. yeah, yeah, with that yeah. win record. Too. I think, I think it's a it's an interesting decision, but like I I kind of see it, but I think um, I think okay, this is the case with like most of the CP decisions, so I guess we're gonna go into it a bit. But you know, looking at the okay, should we go over the CP first? Uh, well, we can talk about the international if you want, real quick, since we're on that topic. Well, okay. So, due to um, how much international, how much CP internationals give, um, essentially, especially with so they've um, they've given different benchmarks for different regions for how much CP yeah. you need to qualify for. Yeah, and, and CP Oceania for those listening, it's a, it's championship points for those that don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah um, and so, yeah, Oceania is like on the lower end where they only require 300 to qualify, um, which makes sense because, again, they've got like five events or something like that. That said, um, if OCIC was still existing, then essentially the top eight pretty much qualify because top, um, so eight till like fourth get 250 CP. So you're 50 CP away from qualification. Um, so that's top eight plus um, the other four regionals. Like, let's say, for example, only the winner qualifies in the other four regionals. So that's like 12 um, qualifiers from Oceania, which, again, it's like, it's essentially one or two countries if you include New Zealand. So mm-hmm. it, it feels a bit unbalanced. Um, so I do understand why they made that decision. Um I think Oceania itself would have been a more ideal event if more Asians were actually going and attending. But again, this is essentially like, you know, an international championship for just one country. And, you know, not even a, a super high population country. Either. Mm. Uh, again, no, no hate on Australia or anything like that, but in terms of like balancing. That yeah. said, um, without local tournaments, I think it does make it a bit difficult for the Australians because you've got four regionals 
Um, and so roughly you're looking at maybe six people qualifying. Yeah. Um, without, I think they said they're going to add more locals. tournaments, right? Or did they already? Is yeah, that I mean, added that's including the added. So this is assuming that like, cause they haven't listed Sydney. Um, mm-hmm. This is assuming that Sydney does go ahead. So that will be like all four, the four regionals that will happen. Um, and yeah, you, you kind of, you kind of need locals, I think, to really bolster that because, again, it's uh, four opportunities. Um, Australia is a bit like the US where flying around is a bit expensive. So mm-hmm. Perth, for example, probably really? still won't get a huge turnout. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, Rob, like I was saying, yeah, it was cheaper for me to fly to Japan than it was to fly to Perth. Why is that? Because it's not the biggest country either. Right? Like, the United States is kind of big, so like it makes sense yeah. why it's more expensive, but... I have no idea. And I imagine maybe it's to like, maybe like plain routes. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, where it's like, maybe they're just not going there that often. Um, so yeah, Perth regional, you probably still have a, like a relatively low turnout compared to the other three. So it does kind of mean that you, you know, for everyone living in the more populated areas, you just have three opportunities. Um, so yeah, I think it's a. I mean, no, no Australian is going to consider it a positive. Um, yeah. I, th- I think it's necessary, but I think they need to supplement the missing international with locals. I think that's the only solution. There. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think, like, I don't, I don't know if their solution to taking away is ideal, but I could understand, and, and you have to, uh, people have to understand too. This was not like, like, there's no international for go but if there is for vgc and tg there's no international championships for any of the games in pokemon go or in pokemon for oceania and i so i will say at least from a go perspective but also as a caster that saw some of the other games at oceania like it is definitely by far the smallest international uh but you know due to maybe venue size and amount of spaces but on top of that the participation was definitely lower than some other uh, internationals right and and you know yeah. a part of it's just like there's only so many people in that region so only so many people can attend and exactly. hosting an international tournament for the pokemon company is way more costly than just a regional right and, i mean especially because internationals they need huge like just the broadcasting of international in general is costly right all the equipment setting up all the stage stuff like that like you know you've been to euic you know last year right like euic no, no, and, no. and even wait what I was at OCIC last year. Oh, yeah, OCIC. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Been, uh, yeah. But you saw, you saw the production at OCIC. Yeah. Compared yeah. to, like, a standard regional is a huge different, like, budgetary, you know, yeah. ask, right? And so for, unfortunately, because there's not as much attendee, you know, then it, it's a little tough. And like you said, it's for mostly just one or two countries because mm-hmm. if all of, like, you know, all the Japanese players, all the Malaysian players, all the players from you know, Taiwan or India, all the stuff we're going to Oceania for the international championships, then that'd definitely be a different story. Um, yeah, and, you know, I, I agree with you. I, mean, I don't think anyone from Australia is happy about it uh, because they lost a huge opportunity. And, uh, you know, uh, for them too, they, there's no any, there's no official broadcast in their region. So that's like their yeah. best chance to showcase their local talent. Right. Uh, and they also live very far from everything else. So for them to fly to the nearest IC is like, yeah. That's an expensive flight, no matter which which I see you're trying to go to, right? I don't know what the closest <laughs> yeah. is like like Latam, like yeah. it's just yeah, it's tough. 
Um, but I but think- do you know what? I think, I think that's an interesting point, right? The flying to ICs, because um, this, and again, this is, uh, you know, when, when we get into CP, uh, you know, changes, this will be more apparent. But it does seem like these changes have been made with you know uh, using sort of like vgc or tcg as a template right um but not taking into consideration that there's certain things in place in those games that we don't have that makes the cp system a bit more viable so um one example being they play swiss where we play double elimination so you know the cp system is a bit more viable in swiss because it rewards consistency whereas you know, some tournaments, you're going to win two matches and then, you know, gain 100 CP. And some of them, you're going to, you know, lose two matches straight away. And it's not going to, you know, really reflect your ability. Um, in addition, um, in the other games, people are able to earn travel awards to ICs um, as the season goes on. So whoever's like, I think it has to do with who's top on the CP table or something like that um but yeah you're able to uh, earn travel awards so you do get like for example um players from australia who are able to travel to you know let's say euic or naic because they've got the travel stipend. and so we don't have that um which again kind of restricts the uh the opportunity i think mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think um we're gonna. Say, I think uh, I'm very curious to see at the end of this upcoming season what the breakdown is of total participation from each region, right? Because then mm-hmm. we could do a comparison of how that looks compared to this season. Um, because I think, like, yeah. if let's say it's highly overrepresented by, let's say, NA or EU players and stuff like that, compared to like proportionally, right? Compared to last season, then we're gonna definitely see uh, a. I don't know. There, there might be a reason to change it. Um, I mean, you can make the argument that maybe those proportions were supposed to be how they're supposed to. Be. I, I don't know. Um, either way, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a little, unfortunately, a little tougher our OCIC players. Um, but hopefully, they can figure it out too, because we obviously have some really good players there. Because a lot of them made top cut, and uh, yeah. even though they had probably the smallest amount of uh, fewest amount of players from their specific region outside some of the very specific APAC countries. Um, that being said, you want to break down the, uh, championship points? Yeah. So championship points. So, um, as we learned previously, um, you know, we'll be moving to a system where, um, to qualify for worlds, you'll have to earn championship points and championship points. You can earn them from entering regionals, internationals. And then also locals, but still, even despite this new update, locals are still restricted to NA for now. Um, They have said that that's only the case for the start of the 2024 season. So hoping that they roll out locals to other other regions, I feel like it's it's very important that they do. Um, But for now, it's just uh, NA. Mm -hmm. And um, like we mentioned earlier, each region has a different number of cp required to qualify for worlds so Mm -hmm. the us and canada require 500 cp and that's the most out of all the regions um after that you have europe with 400 and all the remaining 
regions, or I should say, okay, so uh, Oceania and Latin America require 300. And then I think, so it says MISA, I think this is like Middle East and South Africa, mm-hmm. um, which requires 200. And I, I, I did notice that this year they, or like when they started announcing this season, they started making mention to like Russian regionals and South African regionals. So uh, I don't know if those have ever happened before in like the other games, but um, I think that's uh, interesting. I, I don't know what the player base is like in those sorts of uh, regions, but um, yeah, that's an interesting change. So they only require 200. Yeah. Um, Do you know um, what is what region Mexico count as? Does this count as Latin? Yeah, so I think because they specifically said U.S. and Canada for the 500, yeah, uh, they're just pulling Mexico into Latin America. Okay, um, gotcha. so they only require 300. Now, okay, first of all, your take on the U.S. and Canada because obviously you're, you know, from North America. Um, that's your region. Like, how do you feel about 500 points? Okay, yeah, let's um, let's just move up the hot tea segment up to this portion okay. of the podcast because that's pretty much what uh i was gonna go for there um but yes so i actually did tweet this tweet this out after i saw them announce it because you know even though i'm a commentator like swear like i i didn't know any of this info coming into it right like i got the info right when everyone else did um but they revealed the you know go championship points and stuff like that like you covered you know us and canada have the most uh at 500 points and so I just tweeted, I was like, oh, these point requirements seem kind of high, you know? And um, for for example, like if you're in, uh, in North America, US or Canada, and you win two second place finishes at regionals three times, um, you still don't qualify, just that alone. So you still have to participate in some locals or international, et cetera, or go to some other tournaments and place a little bit under the second place finish. But finishing second place three times is not enough, which is kind of a lot in my opinion. You know, I mean, I finished I, I like so. So obviously my my record this past season was like twice second and then one time like 17th place or something. Right. And so that would definitely not be enough to qualify for world championships. Not, not saying that just because I qualified last year, I should qualify. again. No, nah, but your right? record last year was like one of the best in general you know I mean? <laughs> yeah yeah like, yeah you know if that doesn't qualify then uh right yeah, the bar right so so you know but i will say that especially uh they, they specified specifically that only na has locals for sure like yeah. they don't have any yeah, in yeah. europe or anything no no, no. Oh, okay so uh, they I said think... at least for now for now um yeah so hopefully that means they are rolling out but yeah for now it's just in it i will say that if it is if it holds true which i don't think it will but if it holds true that only north america has locals then the actually the biggest hits on the championship points uh bar is actually going to be eu and not na because Mm -hmm. eu's is like 400 points which is definitely less than na but we have all these local tournaments potentially that you could boost up your rankings more on whereas you literally has to go to only these regionals and internationals to qualify which is way like way harder to do in my opinion so i think if that's the case eu is going to be the like the biggest like it's going to have the biggest hurdle in my opinion but i i I wouldn't be surprised if they add it 
Latin America as like, yeah, Latin America I mean, as well. I mean, I see all the regions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think uh, one of the issues. Okay, so with Latin America, it's like um, you know, three hundred is obviously lower, but um, most of the regionals last season were in Brazil. So yeah. you know, a player who's not in Brazil, you're kind of forced to travel. And I think there was a few Chilean players who did travel around. Um, but there was like mm-hmm. five or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody was really traveling around, um, uh, like into Brazil and attending those Brazilian regionals aside from other Brazilians. So I think there's there's an issue there for them if there's no locals. Um, how will yeah. they supplement the points? And then I think, yeah, what you were saying about Europe is true as well. I think one issue as well with Europe is that, and I don't know, I don't know if this is technically a balance, but it's like, okay, so, you know, um, US requires more points, but the attendance at a lot of these places, at a lot of these uh, events tends to be a lot lower. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, if we're looking at the difference in, um, so just looking at the how much uh, how many points you would earn from an event, um, if you have up to forty eight players in an event, then the top sixteen will earn points. Mm-hmm. Um, the next bar is eighty players for the top thirty two, and then one hundred twenty eight players for the top sixty four. So you can kind of safely assume that a majority of US events are going to be below the one twenty eight. So it means that like thirty two to sixty four players will. Um, will uh, gain points the next bar is 256 so considering that um you know a lot of the eu events tend to be a lot bigger uh you're only you still need to reach 256 players to actually then have points um distributed down to like the top 128 so yeah. It, it doesn't feel like it balances as much. So you've got way more people going to EU events, meaning that you kind of have to perform a lot better as well for you to, you know, have the opportunity to actually earn points. So the also the thing is, there's a kicker, right? Like you said, like 128 mm-hmm. is a kicker for more points, 256. But a lot of times for our tournaments, we're either capped at 128 or 256. So let's say the cap is yeah. 128. You need at all 128 to show up, right? Like even if you cap the registration, if one person no shows, which there's always no shows, right? There's always no shows. That kicker's gone. Your kicker is 80. Is that how they work that. out? I think so. That's my guess. Oh. I don't think it's the amount registered. I think it's the amount attended. So, so that's, that's that, that yeah. So unless they raise the cap to 512 for oh. go or beyond 256. That 256 kicker raised. is never, yeah, you're never going to get it. Yeah. So it's never going to be, that's, that's my guess. I don't know. Uh, you know, anyone, anyone listening that works for TPCI or, you know, that knows more than me, feel free to drop comments down below. Cause I'm just a, I'm just a commentator. I, I don't, I don't know all this stuff. Right. <laughs> but, but that, but in my mind that, that would make sense. Right. Like, you know, let's mm-hmm. say we have 256 registered for Pittsburgh and 240 show up. Right. It doesn't yeah. make sense for them to have championship points. For that 65th to 128 that's spot. True, right? That's true. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. That's that's yeah. just my guess. Otherwise, but... also, I guess you'd have like a, you know, like how Utrecht special event last year, 
yeah. where you had some people who didn't attend and got through to like fourth round <laughs> winners. Yeah, <laughs> bro, imagine earning championship points yeah. from your sofa at home, like, dude. Um, yeah, you definitely have more people signing up and no showing at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, this is the issue we might have with Barcelona as well. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So that is definitely something. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I I don't think I think you're right. Like, it's tough for Latium. It's honestly tough for a lot of regions. I mean, we just talked about OCIC losing. Yeah. Stuff. I mean, at the end of the day, even before championship points, qualifications was never never fair. I mean, you got two people from India going to world championships to qualify. No, no, none of them even were able to go. Yeah. Right. You have like two from like some of these smaller APAC countries. Or not even small countries; they just only have so many opportunities. Obviously, that's hosted by TPC, and the TPC is the one that hosts for all the other regions. So, of course, I'm not I'm not blaming anyone, but at the end of the day, the qualification for World Championships was never fair, and it's it's probably not going to be fair this year. Completely fair, right? There might be some parts that's yeah. fair. I will say that looking back on my tweet, right, um, I'm actually going to I'm actually going to kind of change my tune a little bit because i was like that seems like a lot right for na but honestly like yes it is a lot but there are opportunities to get those points whereas for countries mm -hmm. like you know for countries in oceania or for like oceania or for countries in apac or for a lot of the latin countries outside of brazil like it's hard to even go to the tournaments needed for these things, right? Like for for the United States or for Canada, you know where you need to go, right? It's just like, do you want to put the money down or not? Or you got to perform well in the few you go to. But you at least have more opportunities. It just, it just depends on the cost, if it's worth it or not. Whereas some of these other countries, even if you're willing to pay, you just can't go, right? You have limited spots. They might fill up really quick uh, or they're just too far, whole different country, you need a passport for all this stuff, right? So... Um, I guess a passport thing, like you should probably get a passport anyway if you want to go worlds. But yeah, um, but I think uh, yeah. So I think, and here's here's my hot take on the situation after reflecting on my tweet a little bit. Um, I think yeah, it's a different system, and I actually looked at some general spreadsheet of players that would have qualified based on the system right. last season. What when it was championship points or not? I think some notable trainers that would have qualified that didn't qualify are like like Onion Frank or like Mino and stuff like that, like maybe even Meteor Folian, uh, the Bastion shout big guy, but like a lot hey. of these trainers have gone to a lot of these tournaments. Yeah, that dude's been to a lot yeah. of tournaments. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of these people that have gone to a lot of tournaments that came close, maybe finished third place or four, you know, I know like Onion Frank and Nino uh, both finished in top four before, right? They just didn't qualify mm -hmm. based off of that. Um, so they would have qualified, whereas other trainers, I think like, like I was looking at an accent barely qualifies based on championship points alone wow. assuming the portland win doesn't auto qualify him right? right assuming that's the case like even adding up all those points like he barely qualifies but that being said he he didn't really perform as well at the uh at naic and internationals grant you a ton of points so this yeah. is probably a good reason to like go to internationals and you know euic sold out last year naic kind of sold out but a lot of people no showed so um but it'll hopefully have more reason for people to go to these internationals, which yeah. honestly is pretty hype in itself. And my take is this, regardless of if it's harder to qualify this year or not, and this is my hot take, so feel free to agree with it or not. You're not, if you can't qualify through this new method, you're not winning worlds anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> well, save yourself okay, the trip, so right? That's, here's the other thing I want to bring up. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. So the other thing is, is that, is this system paid to win? You know, are you uh... rewarded for going to more events? You know, and I think um, there's think... something that, like, I discussed with some EU trainers as well, where they, you know, they can go to, like, one or two events. They don't feel like they can go to, like, three or four events in the year. So it's like, if they don't qualify, if they don't auto-qualify on that first opportunity, yeah. then yeah, it's we'll like, know. well, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, I think it's, I don't know if I call it pay to win, but I call it pay to qualify. I think you could definitely pay yourself to a qualification. If you're in some regions, like specifically, I think specifically NA, if you go to like enough of these tournaments, you can get yourself a qualification. Now, the thing is, if you're constantly going like, you know, you're placing like top 32, maybe top 64 consistently, but never breaking anything into top 16, you're probably not going to win worlds. But yeah. I do think that you can make it to Worlds, right? I think you could qualify there. The real question is, you know, do you just want that on your resume that you went to Worlds, right? And you you want a shot at it. I mean, I'm not one to kill someone's dream that because maybe you never placed that well, but you still you still could win Worlds. Yeah, it's a possibility. It's just unlikely, right? Yeah, um, yeah. I think it's just very unlikely. But it is it is pos- Anything is really possible in this game, but. Um, yeah, I would agree. I think it's paid to qualify, especially if you're in like NA and maybe EU. I think it's definitely those are definitely some of the parameters. But um, I don't know. It's it's kind of it's kind of hit or miss because I think yeah, the old system was pretty cutthroat, right? If you don't get top two and you've been like get third place every yeah. single time, that's pretty unfortunate too. Um, yeah, but I think my hot to be honest, though, I, I feel yeah. like yeah. But no, all I was gonna say is like either last system or this system, like if. If you can't qualify for worlds, you're probably not going to win worlds. Yeah. So, so that's you know. Yeah, I feel like the, it's like again, like they based it off the VGC and TCG like system, but mm-hmm. you know, not taking other parts of the system that kind of make it a bit more viable, like Swiss. You know, because again, mm-hmm. with Swiss, it feels less like a pay to qualify because you know you have so many battles that you have to do in a day consistently to actually you know like gain a respectable place so that mm-hmm. kind of does weed out a bit or you know the people who are just attending every event and the people who are attending every event but doing well um uh wait do you think so i feel like even if a swiss format let's say you have like each tournament's on average like 80 to 100 players I feel like even in Swiss format, you're like a like a mid tier player. You could probably still consistently get like in that top sixty, yeah, top forty, true, right? Because because once so Swiss format, once if you lose early, you just face easier opponents later on, right? So yeah, like yeah. so you're not going to face like every top dog consistently yeah. if you're losing. Yeah, but yeah, maybe, I will maybe say, there is no yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah like i i'm not like mad at anyone or like faulting anyone because i think like if you told me to figure out a perfect qualification system i'd be like dude i quit my job like i can't do this yeah. like it's it's a hard <laughs> task and like shout out to anyone trying to do this like i'm sure a lot of thought went into all this so big shout out to those that are responsible i don't know everyone that's responsible so i'm not going to like name names um and i also don't want like to put a target on them in case some people are mad about it but you know it's just yeah, I mean, it's it's part of it, and I think because this is the, you know, we are slowly, you know, 
establishing ourselves in that championship circuit for TPCI, like it makes sense for our qualifications to start coming in line with VGC and TCG as we expand the game mm-hmm. and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. So, I mean, I think uh, it is what it is. No, my one question, I don't know if you know the answer to this, is so when we talk about locals, right, especially NA has them right. Uh, for, for right now and on the other regions, there's two different local formats. It's mm-hmm. there is the, let me take a look. There's the Pokemon Go Cups, and then there's a Pokemon Go Challenge. Pokemon Go Challenge, like if you finish first place, you get six, 15 points. Whereas if you finish first place in the Pokemon Go Cup, you get 50 points. Yeah. I wasn't able to figure out the difference between the two. Were you? Okay, so for this, uh, I, I wasn't able to figure it out either. But from what um, Twastel has said, so last season when there was um, locals happening in NA, it was like quite active. Uh, around them so he seems to you know know more than mm-hmm. people about it um and i think what he was saying is that like a store has to hold a certain amount of go challenges to then be eligible to hold go cups uh, so you have to be a consistent store but i think this is another issue as well where it's like well these na stores have had a bit of a uh, a head start um and mm-hmm. so they could theoretically there there are probably some stores out Again, this is provided that this is true, but um, there are probably some stores out there who could, you know, maybe start hosting Go Cups like at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Whereas, uh, you know, once it, uh, once the locals make their way to other regions, let's say, for example, um, January being like a, it it seems like a decent sort of time frame where it's like, okay, New Year we roll out to other, other regions, right? You have like half a year to um, for these stores to like start running their locals. You're only allowed to one run, uh, run one uh, tournament per month. So, mm-hmm. you know, how many Go challenges do you have to do until you're allowed to do Go Cups? Right. You know, are you going to basically get to like near to the end of the season before you're allowed to host the Go Cup? Mm-hmm. So I think that part is a bit, I don't know. Uh, again, it seems a bit skewed uh, with the kind of system where it's like, well, if you can host the Cup. And again, even in NA, right? If, you know, if certain regions just haven't been um, organizing locals, then how long is it going to take them for them to be able to organize these uh, these Go Cups? Because, bruv, like you were saying before, yeah, was it Arizona or something? Dude, yeah. they're already hosting stuff. Munchlax 2000 Bro. is six. Uh, so I just looked this up. Uh, for this is not for last year. This is for this upcoming season. Uh, you could really start getting points for it. Munchlax 2000 what? from Arizona is sixth place on the leaderboard with 54 championship points already. Mich- uh, Bro, Mitchell Mitchell Alvarez De La Rosa. I don't know who that is, but I don't know the trainer name. But that person has 107 points right now, first in the U.S. So they're already they're already one fifth away there with a single a single tournament not even started yet. Second place is Joseph Smith with 65 and uh, Carly Putin at 62 on third place. So people um, are already, yeah, JJ's already oh. got 30 points as well. I don't know. I, I mean, you could you could technically start hosting tournaments now. Like I know there, I think there was a tournament in like a. 
an hour and a half away from me or something like Monday. I obviously didn't drive to it because it's kind of yeah. far to drive to just for a local tournament. Yeah. Um, and because the other thing is like, I don't know if they like the problem is if you show up and there's not enough people there. I just drove right, yeah, three hours yeah. for nothing. Right. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So I, I do know um, uh, my locals will be hosting some tournaments. So, Hey, if you're in the LA area, come, come get the smoke you know i'm coming <laughs> but uh yeah hosted by uh hosted by our local james ablation and maybe rc cole is helping organize too so um he, they were hosting our local self cups in their card shop nearby so um it's official i think that's a nice transition cool. yeah. mm -hmm. honestly yeah. i like the thing is i'm really excited about locals because i kind of want to see those come back because yeah you know it seems like this is just the format that everyone's following now mm -hmm. so uh, you know, and if you want to qualify, there you go, 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 cups. Gotta do it, gotta do it. Yeah, go, the go, go cups are nice. It's fifty go. points for one uh, top finish, and then you could get up to six best place finishes. So that means you could get three hundred points off of go cups alone. Uh, if you're there's if time, you're like a Mexican trainer, you just go, yeah, go across the border. <laughs> oh, I don't know how easy that is, and I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, I mean, if you have a passport and stuff, uh, potentially. Yeah. yeah, yeah, bro. This, you know, bop to what was it? I, I, I don't know any geography in it, but like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, not like you're real sure familiar like a, for a second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's probably a there's there's your entire qualification. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you could get so what you could get. Let's see, you could get. 50 per first place finish for a go cup. So that's what, 300 points for up to six yeah. max, right? Because they take your best place finish. So even if you got like second place, you play like a seventh one to get first place, you, you count the top six there. And you get 15 points for a top finish in the, the, the what do you call it, the league ones, right? The smaller yeah. locals. You get six of those. Six. Yeah. yeah, six of those. So what is that? Um, Some quick math. 90, right? Yeah, yeah, so you get up to what? 390, 390 points so it's pretty good but here's what i was saying because right? a lot of people are like yeah you know you can maximize on your locals you'll be pretty much there i'm like honestly if you're if you're getting 390 points from your locals like you probably were going to qualify for worlds anyway right like you're probably good enough because if especially if your place is big enough to host like 50 point cups you're probably a pretty good battler already to finish first place consistently at those right yeah like like I think, like people say it's easy, but I guarantee some of, like, let's say LA start hosting a bunch of locals, right, and a lot of people start going to them. I'm sure there's some some of my locals yeah, yeah. that won't be able to get that 390, even if they go to like 20 locals a year, right? Because they just can't consist, they can't get first place because there's some heavy hitters in the area that they're constantly losing to. So, um, yeah, that'll be a regional on its own, dude. Yeah, That's I'm honestly excited for it too because I could like test run some teams, right? Like you could test run mm -hmm. different teams before you go to the actual regional, right? So if it worked at the local, hey, I'm gonna bring it to the regional, right? Right after. So yeah, that's what I'm personally excited for. But yeah, so that's uh the big news. Oh, we didn't mention this though. The prize pool. The prize oh, pool yeah, yeah. is uh definitely something. Because they increased the prizes this year uh, compared to last year. And let's see if I have the specific. Uh, I gotta say, thing. yeah, it's about time, yeah. Flipping big Pikachu. Big, <laughs> like, I, like I, don't, I don't know what is it like. Okay, it's, not, it's obviously not the biggest company in the world, but 
Pokemon's a pretty it big is, company. It, you know? I think it's a. I think it's one of the, it's the biggest company in the world. I think it's a, no, no, not the biggest company, but I think it's probably the biggest or one of the biggest gaming companies in the world. Yeah, it is definitely definitely up there, you know. And to be given yeah. out little, you know, two hundred, five hundred dollars for you know some placements. Is, yeah. So so world cheap, champion. You know? World Championships, as a comparison, this year was $10,000 for first place. For next year, World Championships is $20,000 for first place. So double that. Um, for the prize pool for the internationals, uh, I think this was double too. I don't know. I didn't look at you know, international pricing there. But it's $5,000 for first place finish, which yeah. is quite a bit of money. Plus you get like yeah. travel award, like all of qualification, all that stuff. Three thousand dollars for second place, two thousand dollars for third place. Like that's pretty good. That's pretty good money. Yeah. I mean, you get top twenty-five at uh, international, you get four hundred bucks. That's in itself a lot for a lot of people could pay for that's your flights, decent, right? Yeah. yeah, not bad, not bad, dude. The regionals, man. I wish they were giving this out last year when I did so <laughs> well, you know. So the regionals, right? Um, you get first place finish. You get two thousand and five hundred. For first place, two thousand for second place. For context, last year I got a thousand for San Diego because I was it was over hundred competitors, so it reached a hundred dollar uh, the hundred percent threshold. I got thousand, and then because Fresno was under a thousand people, I only got five hundred bucks last year for right. For so that's another change as well, where they mm -hmm. they're not doing requirements. I don't think so. Uh, I, I think, think so. I think I saw a lot of players mention that where it's like there's no kicker for the um, for the uh, the prize money. So yeah, yeah. Whether I it's think... like and then, you know maybe maybe smaller tournaments is a bit. There. Like so yeah, yeah. So so there's no kicker for go. There is a kicker for like VGC TCG. Okay. For the Masters division, yeah. Um, for those. So, oh no, as you know, they have it for juniors as well, juniors and seniors, yeah. So there is a kicker for those. Actually, no, there isn't. No, no, no. I'm mistaken. There is no kicker for those either. It's just that they, uh, they don't. They have different prizes for juniors and seniors. There's less right, for juniors and right. seniors. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah. So they don't have a kicker for any of those. Which is Mad, yeah. man. Dude, uh, instead of a thousand five fifteen hundred, I could I could got a, a, an extra like twenty five hundred right there. Bro. I missed out, man. And, and you gotta... didn't even travel for it, right? Just... Uh, well, I, 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 I did have to drive for San Diego. I drove for both San Diego and Fresno. Yeah, I flew for Hartford, which is my least, yeah, my worst performance. But yeah, you know, Airbnb, food. You know, I did eat some food and stuff like that, so it, it did come to a cost. But I guess I gotta step it up this year. I mean, Sacramento. I mean, I think Elite's going to that one, and Accent's going to be there. Like. Dude, I'd be happy with second place. I'd be happy with a third place finish there. Like, I don't think I could. Yeah. I, who knows who else is going to show up, right? Um, that's true. That's true. But yeah, but it was, but honestly, not even the prize money. I just want to win first, so I don't have to worry about the championship points. <laughs> like, I want that auto qualification. Well, there's another thing as well. They haven't mentioned um, travel award. Yeah. Um, yeah. So travel award is going to be interesting award. because how they did it for VGC and TCG is um they base it off of how many championship points you have like the top people with championship points per region so whoever has more championship points in na like they'll allocate like maybe the top 16 na players will get travel awards minus like maybe the international champion right and then um 
and the same goes for like EU might be like top 12 or top 16, maybe top, top, however many for Oceania, Latam, stuff like that. Um, so I, they didn't really break that down for go yet. So we're gonna have to see how that goes. Here's the thing. Uh, pretty much like go last year, half of the competitors got travel awards, right? You either got your first place finisher one out two at regionals or your top two out of internationals got travel award. That amount, those amount of travel awards is especially proportionally speaking compared to VGC and TCG far surpasses them. And so we were like for go players, like we were definitely raking in the travel awards, right? Compared to the other games. I think that era is coming to end, (laughs) unfortunately, but you know, I mean, for, for all fairness sake, compared to the VGC and TCG, like it it probably for the fairness for compared to the other games, like we probably shouldn't get that many travel awards. I mean, you know, I mean, it sucks, but for us, but I I get it, right? If they were to cut down on travel words. So, yeah, true, true, true. So, yeah. But, yeah, but I mean, they get these travel stipends as well, isn't it? So... Yeah, they get the travel... Yes, they do. They Yeah, they get travel stipends to go to internationals. And right now, we don't... You, you bring up a great point. You know what? Good point there. Good point there. We need balance, yeah. 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 So... so well... Uh, uh, that should be interesting. At least, it's, yeah. at least it's technically in the US, right? So... Uh, yeah so it's a little bit cheaper i don't know going to hawaii from like new york is a long flight still like it's not an international flight but it'll feel like one like it's not that short of a flight for you know what out of curiosity let me just let me just pull this up and let's see like from la to to hawaii how far that is and how uh how expensive it is let's let's take guesses how far do you think Let's say if I was to book a round trip flight right now, uh-huh. uh, and let me just, I'll book it a year in advance, right? So we, we really, <laughs> oh, I actually, no, I can't go that far. I can't go that far. Yeah. Okay, let's, yeah, say, yeah. let's just say, uh, let's just say July, right? That's as far as I can get. Let's say July 1st to the 15th, right? How, how expensive do you think that trip is from, from LA to Honolulu, Hawaii? Okay, so I'm gonna say probably three k. Really, <laughs> that's expensive. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah I but I don't the know. Travel doesn't like, get that much. Three k dollars. I just assumed that it would be loads. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. Obviously, it seems like it should be quite close, but it, it felt I would like guess. I would guess under a thousand. I would guess maybe eight hundred. I would guess eight hundred or seven hundred, especially if I'm booking this far in advance. Yeah. But that's still pretty expensive for a domestic flight, in my opinion. All right, let me see how much it is. It's, I mean, we're booking really far in advance, right? Yeah, so yeah. this is, uh, this is not very accurate of what's going to be. You know, actually, it's still kind of pricey. It's uh, like, no, 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 it's not that much. It's like seven eighty slash a thousand. So it was, it was pretty. I was pretty on point. Yeah, most are around like nine hundred something. That's for, not too bad. Just, uh, it's not, but, but again, tra- travel awards are. You get less for travel award if you're domestic, right? So, hmm. oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at like some flights from London, and it's like, uh, flying. So trying to book it that far ahead, you don't really get that many options. So it seems like you'd have to not book it closer to the time, but like maybe at least like four or five months closer. Yeah. Um, but like if it you know I was looking at some options where it was like okay well what if I was flying out in January yeah. um, and they can be as low as like 400 pounds one way 
<laughs> Let me Which tell is... you. So, yeah. No, crazy part is, so I just threw in JFK, right? Like New York airport to Honolulu. Obviously, it's more expensive, right? A little over a thousand, like almost maybe fifteen hundred or so, depending on where you're flying. Uh, the flight, the um, some of these seats are already sold out. This is for July twenty twenty four. Some of the seats are sold out. Oh. Yeah, like these TCG players are not playing, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah I guess so. <laughs> yeah, no, they for real. Yeah, so so people are already buying these flights, which is something. But yeah, yeah. so that's actually a really good point. Is if you're planning on attending Worlds. Like regardless if you qualify or not, or you think you have a high, high chance of qualifying, especially because you're closing out championship points, book the flight as soon as you can once we find out the world states. Because um, the thing is, uh, when you get the travel award for those that haven't gotten one, they just give you straight cash. They're not giving. They're not like re- They're not buying you a ticket for you. You still have to buy your own ticket regardless. So if you have the money to buy it, you might as well buy it now so it's cheaper. You know. Also, um, bear in mind that the travel awards aren't even going to be awarded until like right before. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. If you wait that long, like your your flight's going to be super expensive. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I booked my flight because I wasn't sure if I was going to commentate or not. I just booked it ahead of time anyway, just in case, mm-hmm. right? Um, because obviously the Pokemon company could reimburse me if I if they're paying for my flights as a caster. But if I wasn't right. picked to cast or I chose didn't want to cast for whatever reason, I'm just going to book it ahead of time, right? So mm-hmm. something to note, but. Yeah, I mean, that's the news on Play Pokemon stuff. Uh, we have our first tournament uh, next week. Next weekend. Yeah. Next weekend, next week. yeah. yeah. Not not this upcoming weekend, the weekend after. So that's going to be pretty And I believe the week after that will be the first EU tournament, so Barcelona. And then I think the week after that will be the first LATAM tournament, so Curitiba in Brazil. Yeah, and uh, I don't think there's any overlapping tournaments, right? To my knowledge, which is nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it means Huge. you know you can. Uh, I love it. We can really like yeah focus in. Nice yeah. also on the Drake's point of view as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For you all, tournaments in a weekend was dude. Yeah, you all yeah. were working, but I mean also yeah. yeah. I mean for those that aren't even working that want to tune in, like my problem was mm-hmm. always like, oh, there's a EU, especially when I wasn't commentating. Uh, well, when I was commentating, I really couldn't tune into them because I was working. Yeah. But when I wasn't commentating, I'd be back at home just watching. And it's like, I'm like watching the EU tournament. So like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. And then the NA wants about to start day two in like two hours. I'm just like, I guess I would just stay up. <laughs> I never do. I end up passing out before we get to the grand finals, right? So I always wake up to spoilers on Twitter. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But, so that'll be quite nice. And also, that'll be quite nice for meta development as well. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you can really look back at the last event and, you know, have the meta sort of like slowly shift over time. So, I think yeah, cool. yeah, we got NA players kicking off. So let's see how uh, yeah, yeah. how creative we get. I know we're like one of the least creative regions in the world, but uh, yeah. we'll, we'll see. We'll see what people can do yeah. with that stuff. Um, but again, we, we don't know what the updates are as of, at the time of this recording. So uh, I was hoping to come today. You know. Bruv, I've been praying, you know. But that said, we do have like a minor um, sort of thing. So yeah. again, it is you know not not official, and these these can change. But mm-hmm. um, Pokeminers have mined three new moves, mm-hmm. um, and I think these are interesting because again, even if we don't even get them this season, because um, there have been moves that have been mined in the past, and they just still haven't even entered the game, right? Um, I think they're nice in terms of 
they look like they're giving some nice variety. So scorching sands, trailblaze, and triple axle. Mm. Um, those are the three moves. So scorching sands is a ground move that's 50 energy and 80 damage. So it's a clone of skull. Okay. Um, so that's interesting because yeah 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 so it's got a 30 percent chance to debuff so that's interesting because again like in terms of ground moves we're pretty much just i guess a drill run but drill run isn't like until last season wasn't like widely distributed right yeah so it was pretty much just earthquake and mud uh well i guess you have like bulldoze on like vigorous yeah yeah but like do you know what i mean yeah dig is real bad Yeah. So, um, I'm so, uh, I got a Shadow Nidorino yeah, made, bro. and that thing was so bad with Dig. Yeah, might be waiting a while, bro. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, this 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 sounds interesting. You know, it's a nice um, you know mid energy move. Um, a lot of these ground mons mons also have mud shot as well. So, okay. uh, you know, you know, uh, you know what can learn it like in the main series game, right? So let me let me send you that because uh, it's an interesting list. Mm-hmm. The Trailblaze list is, bro, that one's too much. Yeah, Trailblaze is uh, a like, fire move. Like, no, no, the Trailblaze one is a grass move. So Trailblaze is a grass move. Uh-huh. It's a clone of Flame Charge. So 50 energy, uh-huh. 65 damage, and buffs the attack once. Do you need a grass buff? Because there's not a lot yeah, of grass. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of potential with grass. But like, like for example, Leafage last season, it was... It was so close to being something useful. Yeah, I think it was the... Um, I mean, I can't really remember the stats because it's just really irrelevant. But, Wasn't it like a bullet um, punch clone? I think it was that or like maybe slightly worse. But it, it yeah. felt like the, either the energy or the um, the damage could have been increased by one to like mm-hmm. actually give it some viable play. Yeah. Um, and Char- Char- could learn scorching sand that's wild yeah bro yeah <laughs> bro hey, if you look at some of these like yeah. could definitely use something less expensive than earthquake yeah we got clay doll the diggersby collector diggersby yo diggersby debuff diggersby sounds interesting yeah diggersby, yeah excadrill i mean looking at the okay looking at this list though like and taking out things that already have viable uh ground moves what have you really got there you've got yo, you got, yo oh, zygar getting another buff <laughs> <laughs> but only the 50 percent form i think for some reason maybe not the 100 yeah. percent form that's kind of weird yeah um, uh you know what i'm not gonna lie Terminator seemed like it had potential, but they, they just it's gave not it interesting typing. Yeah. yeah. It's and it's got a decent bulk as well. Um oh, does it? Okay. That's pretty good. So Um Yeah, I mean a lot of these things like like Golur I feel like never yeah, well yeah. Claydol getting another move again. It's like yeah. they can only they could they can make Claydol the new Mew and it's still gonna be bad. Right? <laughs> I don't it's just weak to so much stuff. Uh okay, so Marowak can learn a can of Lolan. Oh, Lolan Marowak can learn. Yeah, that's pretty that's good. Interesting. Lolan Marowak. That's yeah. interesting. You need yeah, something yeah. be better than Bone Club for sure, right? So, exactly. Um, Sandslash could be interesting because Earthquake just takes forever to get to. Nidal Queen mm-hmm. yeah. is it? Wait, so is it better than Earth Power? Uh, I think assuming it's like I think it's probably less DP than Earth Power. 
Mm. Um, but obviously you have the debuff chance, so it's like yeah. a bit of a um, uh, pick your poison sort of thing, you know. Let's see, yeah. so Scald. So Scald is 1.6 DP. I think Earth Power is way bigger. Oh, mm. 1.64. So actually not even that much bigger. Yeah. So, But it's less energy than Earth Power, right? It's less energy, yeah. Yeah, that's that's honestly what you need because the the more yeah. DPE is not like C bomb got more DPE, but just more energy and it's completely yeah, open now, true, right? True. Having yeah. less energy might be nice. Yeah, I think if you put it on Steelix, I don't know if you need it on Charizard, but I think Steelix, Nidoqueen, Queen, um, and what was the other one I said? Marowak. Marowak. I think those are probably the best contenders for it, maybe. Yeah. But... Crocodile could be kind of cool, but I think these are like that's bordering on niche. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. run that at tournament. You let me know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah thinking, well, uh, Nine Tails actually cancel Nine Tails getting could be interesting, mm -hmm. but I, again, I just don't know what coverage. Like a lot of the fire coverage overlaps with the um the ground coverage, especially against steel yeah. types, right? So mm -hmm. that's true. Um, okay, and this other one was Trailblaze. Okay, so Trailblaze, yeah, bro, this move. There's there's too many things that can learn it. One of which being Medicham as well. What? Okay. I, don't, I don't know what they choose to give that to because yeah, again, there's there's just like a lot there. Um, Medicham going to be an Azu counter at that point. <laughs> bro, yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh, as if it really isn't, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, a grass move that buffs you. I mean. I think there's some interesting contenders here. <laughs> Yo, but again, it's like, oh, that's a wild one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Quagsire is interesting. Yo, imagine if Quagsire learns it, you just destroy Swamper at that point. That'd be weird. <laughs> that is mad. That'd be wild. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, Quagsire is already pretty good into Lantern, so you don't want to Vigoroth can much. learn it. That's interesting. That is I very mean, interesting. Cause... Yeah, because buffed counters. And both body slams or something. Yeah, I don't know if you run it. Over. I mean, Bulldoze is just good coverage. Well, player, yeah, I mean, but... you gotta run it over Bulldoze, yeah. right? Yeah, I, I feel so. like uh, I feel like Bulldoze is one of those moves where it's probably even if it's super effective, it's probably just worse, you know. <laughs> Dude, so... Ampros learns it. Yo, wait, wait till Butter oh, yeah. finds out about this. You're gonna be back on that Ampros hype trade. Dude, I I said this to Butters last time. I'm like, don't you feel? Like financially responsible for some of these trainers flying out to these tournaments, registering Ampros just to lose with it. Like I'm trying to look out for these trainers, you know. I'm trying to be like Ampros is bad, don't do it, right? And these people take it as a challenge because Butter's like, no, it's good, trust me, right? And uh, you know, even he's off the Ampros train these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I swear, I if Ampros learns his Trailblaze too. <laughs> Dude, he's gonna be the first <laughs> one on Twitter. I'm gonna tweet Bro, before he season. does. I'm gonna tweet before him and just be like, "Yo, butters, before you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you finish, but this, this ain't it, right? <laughs> like, I'm gonna pull your Kanye on him a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, Dom fan gets it. I don't. I, this one's weird. Altaria gets it. What? Yeah. Altaria. There's like there's like so many things that get it here where it's like really difficult to assess. Patrisu getting is kind of cool because Patrisu needs some yeah. coverage. And now it that does, we had yeah. it from GoFest, like it's a little bit more accessible. I don't think it'll be that much better with a grass move, but it could be. It's nice coverage. Floor just is kind of interesting. 
Fortress is interesting too. Fortress is a po- weird yeah. Pokemon. I was like, that's got to be Grass Fairy, and it's just pure Fairy, but it looks yeah. like a Grass type that learns fine with like, yeah, Aranguru learns it. Serena, wait, Serena learns this, and it learns Triple Axel, right? Triple Axel is a signature. It does, move? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because yeah. I know you're getting to that next, but um, Zarude is an interesting one too. Ursa Luna, that could be an interesting one for like Master League, but yeah, there's a ton of things that learns this. What the heck? Um, oh, I thought that was Verizion, but it's the paradox form, Iron Leaves, that gets it. Not regular Verizion, I don't think gets it, or maybe it does. I don't see on the list. Um, Haxorus gets it. I don't, there's a bunch of things I could get this. This is gonna be interesting. Mm. A bomb so getting it could be interesting too. That uh, could be quite NG yeah. ball is kind of annoying, yeah. Skun tank, what the heck doesn't learn this thing, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> this is the thing, um, learns it. what. Yo, if Umbreon learned it, <laughs> dude, that'll be mad against uh, Azumarill. Imagine that. Like, Umbreon hitting you back yeah. with grass moves. What? That'll be weird. And then a boosted one after that. Yeah, a boosted one. Dude, yeah. that's going to be such a weird interaction. Well, I don't know. Yeah, Hypno yeah, learns it. Wow, this is a weird move. Yeah, Alone Raichu even. I think Alone Raichu getting it could be cool. I don't think that's going to be super Yeah, cool. yeah, that could be yeah. cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it uh really play into relevance okay. in it but yeah this triple axle list is way shorter dude freaking alone yeah. sand slash dude this thing doesn't need Bro, no more buffs he <laughs> does not because okay so triple axle um yeah. icy wind clone but instead of debuffing your opponent it buffs you so okay. so it does some decent damage too yeah decent oh, damage dude, and... wait alolan nine tails as well wait what what type of move is it it's ice Oh, it's an ice move. Oh, stab yeah, a yeah, nine tails yeah. with a buffing move yeah. <laughs> with charm. That's annoying. But would you? Would you just? Oh, okay, charm. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it, it would work on both. I was gonna say, would you? Powder, would you use it over? Um, over weather ball, or would you just Wait, go for like a full ice move? Set? What's What's the energy on triple axle? Uh, forty five. So it's a little bit more than weather ball, right? Weather ball is yeah. about forty. Weather ball is thirty five. 35. So oh, you yeah, get more lot. more damage out of Weather Ball, um, or I guess like damage, like raw damage, you get uh, less out of Weather Ball. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, more DP out of Weather Ball, but you know. But I mean, I guess the, the second one does less buffing. anyway, right? Yeah. <sighs> I think you probably um, want Weather Ball if you were to get it, but I don't even know if it gets it. Yeah. Yeah. Pre uh, Marina, that's an interesting. Uh, yeah. Interesting option. There. Serena again, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you know what Milotic sounds interesting because again, yeah. it's like it doesn't really. Um, you still need, like, you still kind of need coverage, right? Because it doesn't mm-hmm. give you coverage over war types, which is like the issue with Blizzard or something like that. So yeah. um, it's like an interesting side grade. What about Frostlass? Man, Avalanche is such a good move. Yeah, this thing, yeah. It's just know. like they have good moves. Galade is an interesting one too. I mean, boosted yeah. charm or confusion damage. I don't know if you're, if you're running charm glade, something's up. Like it's a limited cup. Like there's no reason <laughs> to run it. If you're running a charmer, there's no reason to run on glade. But yeah, yeah, Glaceon's an interesting one. So you have literally icy wind, and then now you have the the attack boost version of icy wind. <laughs> so that's a that's an interesting conundrum yeah. right there. Yeah, and then Mew Mew's another good one. Um, yeah, this list is a little bit shorter, so. We'll see. 
I don't. But yeah, I think all three of these moves are kind of nice in terms of like, um, you know, whenever they come out and whoever they give them to, uh, it's kind of, I don't know, they seem like a nice dynamic. Um, yeah. To add to the game. Yeah. yeah. Dude, let me say, all right. Well, I was I was messaging with Palmer's up, you know, your 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 colleague from DracoViz, and he was t- writing our team chat. He's like, "Hey, does anyone want to join in on this unified tournament? Right, like three versus three tournaments." Uh, he's looking for like another player to join, and I'm like, uh, "I'm I'm okay, but you know, I played it once before. It was a good time, but I'm okay for now." And I was just like, "But real question is." How many charge? He's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah. I said it's a good way to practice against some really good battlers, right? Like, because there's a lot of tryhards and really top tier trainers that play in that. And he's like, yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah, exactly. Like, that's my thought too. Like, I'm not really motivated to like get good practice in, and I don't think good practice you can even get good practice from GBL. I was like, well, you say this, right? So you're not GBLing. Now you're gonna play a grassroots <laughs> tournament that's going to cost like elite, like charge TMs on random Pokemon that you don't usually use. My question is, how many charge CMs you got, right? And let's just say I'm not going to reveal the full number, but it's less than ten. Right? It's probably and zero, bro. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's less than ten, is what I'll say, right? Because I know this man was not raiding or anything like that. So he has uh, less than ten charge CMs. He's about to play a grassroots tournament that's going to cost him at least <laughs> like maybe five more just to get one move set on some random Flygon, maybe, right? Uh, that he'll never use outside of that tournament. On the eve of a moveset update for the season, and he's competing at Pittsburgh for the regional. Like he's competing at Pittsburgh as well. He's he's competing at Pittsburgh. Apparently, he, that's that's the yeah, plan. So was, yeah, he's gonna be running freaking like he's gonna be running Thunder Hydro Pump Lantern. Is my guess because <laughs> <laughs> that's all he can DM. He run the double moveset of Surf and Hydro Pump. Yeah. Those are new tech. <laughs> Hey, bro, yeah. that get you the them wins, you know? <laughs> Dude, some, uh, some. Hey, this stuff won't KO. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If the surf doesn't KO, his uh, his nemesis is going there too. His um, his uh, rival Ryan Swag. Oh, he's right. going to Pittsburgh. Yeah, I don't know if you know this story, but the only tournament he's competed in was at Knoxville. Uh, mm. he won he won his first round through a round one bye, and then he faced off against Ramblin' Man, who he lost to on stream. Uh, you know, I give him crap for this all the time, but he he let him Metacham and Rambo Man safe swap a Sable. I think he took five Shadow Claws before he swapped out. <laughs> I was like, what are you, what are you doing? What are you thinking about right now? <laughs> but uh, anyway, so he loses a Rambling Man on stream, and then um, and then off stream right after in the losers bracket, he loses to Ryan Swag. And funny enough, you know, Ryan Swag's name is Ryan. Rambling Man's name is also Ryan. So both people that he got knocked out of is named Ryan. So. So, Ryan's not giving him a good time. Yeah, there's a couple other Ryan's in community. I think Kimmy Swee. I think Kimmy Swee's name is Ryan. I think his that's what I think that's what Ryan Swag said. I think I think his first name is Ryan. I'm not sure though on that one. Psionic is a Ryan. Psionic's real name is Ryan. Oh. Yeah, so he's uh he's got some people to dodge, but yeah. Um, but yeah, this man's running. I'm expecting that first round of Pittsburgh's uh Polly versus A Ryan. <laughs> Dude. I was like, what are you doing, man? You gotta be prepping for this tournament, right? You gotta redeem yourself from the last one. And meanwhile, he's playing in these grassroots tournaments, running no TMs, no no stardust, no nothing. <laughs> he's gonna be running the same team from last season at this point. But 
Yeah, we'll see how that goes. All right, so we're speculating, obviously, on what season 12 is going to bring us. Uh, mm-hmm. I forgot what the name of it. It was like a double A name, like something yeah. or something. Aspiring Astounding ascent. Adventures. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the names don't really matter too much to me. I'm just, yeah. I'm just glad that it looks like Niantic is putting more effort or more, allocating more resources for PP. So let's go for a good season. Let's go for good some good updates. Obviously, so here's the thing. Because it's data mine, there's going to be something, right? It ain't going to be no boom burst update, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. That in itself is uh, a, a great feat. Yeah. yeah, that's a huge feat in itself. Um, yeah. But... Like I said, your your first full, uh, podcast episode as the official uh, official co-host, we gotta we gotta set a legend bet, you know. We gotta set. A legend bet. So here's here's what I'm thinking, right? Because I think the chances of Speedy's Chief eating the hot chip is pretty low. It was already pretty low when he was a co-host. It's pretty much non-existent, I think, when he's no longer on the podcast. So I think it's safe to say. He is not eating that hot chip. He's probably just going to toss down the garbage can or something, right? Back at home. Uh, so I think to make up to our loyal listeners who've been waiting for a hot chip, right, this whole time, I think we owe them a hot chip. And so I think the first bet so between right me and at you, the beginning. Right the at the beginning, we're having a hot. Okay. I mean, we're still a couple months away. I actually, maybe not that That's far true. away because it's not three months, right? Because assuming one of us will probably hit legend before, yeah, yeah, before true, the end. True, true, so true. once someone hits yeah. it, you gotta start eating the hot chip, right? Don't worry, I don't know. I I'll, I'll ship a hot chip to you, no problem, right? It's it's on the podcast dime, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't think you'll need to. Let's just say, <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking about this since last week because obviously uh-huh. you mentioned the legend bet last week, and it yeah, yeah, and. I'm down, bro. I'm down. Yeah. Okay. okay. Again, like a bit similar to this Stardust bet. Yeah. I don't. I don't have too much of a reference of mm-hmm. how well I'm gonna do. Yeah. Yeah. But I've got the belief. Yeah. And I've yeah. got the the determination to make you eat that chip. So tell uh, tell our listeners what you told me when we when we went off air yesterday or, or last week. So you were like, I'm. This is going to be the season. I'm ready, right? When it starts. Oh, yeah, right? bro. Yeah, yeah. Bro. Human catcher bug style, yeah. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be concentrating on all my sets, yeah. I'm gonna be looking up like matchups afterwards. Bro, I'm gonna be studious. Mm-hmm. Studious. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna be well rested. Well rested, yeah, bro. I got out of you know flipping I was telling you that I had that uh that bed. bed that changes, yeah, changes a I don't think they've shipped it yet, no. so that well, I, mean, I don't got no special bed either. So like, it's not like I'm. It's not like you're at yeah. disadvantage to me. I don't know what like. <laughs> I fell asleep on the couch the yeah, other night. Like I'm like, come on. <laughs> I got a cat sitting on me. Like I'm not getting good sleep. Right? Like it's not. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, what, what's what's this bed? What's this bed? You gotta describe this bed for people at home. All right, well, you know what? Actually, yeah, this could be the uh, this could be a first sponsor. First sponsor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hit him up, hit him up. Eight sleep, eight sleep, if you're out there, yeah, you know, I'm a loyal customer, <laughs> dude. Don't um, say if you're out there, they're not listening yeah. to this yet. There's, I doubt anyone's working okay, them. Okay, okay, you, well. you need to let them know, right? <laughs> I'll, I'll message him after, then. um, yeah, so basically, the mattress it like you know changes temperature in the night according to your own body temperature tracks okay. your sleeping um it really aims to like you know keep you sleeping and rested for as long as possible but in like good quality sleep you know not just mm-hmm. like 
you know, I know, I know some of you guys might have been playing Pokemon Sleep recently. Yeah, I think if I remember the tiers, we're not going for dozing sleep. We're going mm. for the one that's at the bottom. I can't remember what they call it. Yeah, I haven't played Pokemon yeah. Sleep yet, so I'm not sure. Yeah, okay, yeah, whatever it is. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, unfortunately, I might, I might not actually have it um, over this next month. But it's fine. It's fine. I don't need a bed to win this bed. You know, yeah. I don't need a bed. You're telling me yeah, you're going to wake up early, nice and fresh. Bro, you're going to go bro. to the gym, right? You're going to train the body, and then you're going to train the mind exactly. right after, and then you're going to exactly, GBL. Yeah. Dude, if you don't win this bet, I don't know. Hey, I don't think you need a handicap. I think it's just straight up whoever's first selection, right? I think that should be the pro. If I, if I don't win this bet, yeah, you might not see me on the podcast for a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I mean, I'm going to start. Uh, everyone else, send in your audition tapes for the for the fourth official co-host i need to i need to start this recruitment now while while we can all right so yeah. we're gonna do hot chip for uh loser Let's um, do it, bro. we could talk more about the parameters of the hot chip i feel like you gotta like not drink or eat anything for a full minute okay yeah i mean honestly the thing is is that like uh from and and this is hypothetically yeah if i were to eat it yeah, in yeah. the unlikely scenario, okay, um, I feel like you know what? Yeah, it's like you're already you know you're gonna do something uncomfortable, so you know extra uncomfortable parameters. They don't really make too much difference. You know what I mean? Like if you're no, burning, no, you're gonna, I, I don't know. Right? I think it makes a difference. I mean, I, hey, I we mean, get up yeah. into five minutes with no water and food if that's the case. <laughs> I don't know. Innit? Yeah, I'm, I'm obviously not not eating it before. Innit? Yeah, but I'm like, you know I what? Know, like if you're if your mouth's burning, yeah, your mouth's probably burning if you're drinking water. Dude. It's probably it's probably Ma- a bad time altogether, you know. So. Matthew Breaker was wearing gloves when he was eating it on the podcast. Yeah, he wore like black gloves to pick it up. He's like, oh, Don't wow. touch it with your hand. It's that spicy. Yeah. Speedy said he licked it once. He said it was very hot. So I don't know. You don't want to be that guy who accidentally touches their eyes as well. You know? Exactly, exactly. That yeah. is, uh, yeah. You can be the only guy wearing an eye patch at one of these tournaments <laughs> in the future. <laughs> no, imagine if I had an eye patch while commentating. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Can I just say? Can I just say? Yeah. Can we revisit that idea? Yeah. For a bet in the future. Yeah. Wearing an eye patch on broadcast. You, lose, I... you have to wear an eye patch on broadcast. I don't know about that one. That. That might be a stretch. What I could do is I could wear uh, glasses. Not like sunglasses, like straight up glasses. Oh, okay, glasses. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be well, a like, very different look. Glasses with no with no um no no lenses. Lens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like <laughs> But I can wear my real glasses though. I don't actually I, I, I don't wear contacts or anything. I'm supposed to wear glasses, I never do. So it'd be a very different okay. look. You want me to just wear glasses with no frames on it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't because want to get then it. it's like then it implies that you're making a fashion choice. And it doesn't imply yeah. practicality. So you look okay, like how about an this? idiot. What if, what if I wear glasses with lenses, but the, gl- the lenses are not prescription, just straight up glasses? Yeah, yeah, that's fine as well. Okay. That's fine as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I think yeah. I, I'd be down for that. I'd be down for that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Future, Actually, future bet. Funny story. Someone, one of my friends I was hanging out with once, we were at her place, and then we, we were supposed to get breakfast, right? And we're like on our way out the door. I think we even got in the car, started driving away. And, she, and then she, right when we we're like pulling out of the parking lot, she like pulls back. She's like, oh, shoot, I forgot my glasses. So we, I was like, oh, no worries. So she drives back, parks real quick, runs up and gets it. Right? She didn't really drive very far. So I was like, yeah, it's not a big deal. She couldn't really see very well right in the car. 
full days goes by and stuff like that. And I don't know, I think too much of it. And then I, she left her glass on the table. And I was like, oh, I wonder what I look like in this glass. Right? I don't really wear glasses very often. I have like one pair. So I put them on. I was like, wait, like, this is a, what's your prescription? Like, I, this, I see like the same, nothing changed. She's like, oh, they're all, they're they're not they're not prescription glasses. They're just for style. I was like, wait, wait what, you what, drove what? all the way back just for glasses, that, like just for style. Like I thought it was like actually you couldn't see, right? She drove back for just the style. <laughs> and it was just me and her That's getting like brunch. Like we, we weren't like going to some event or anything. Like we just went like for some food and like came back. Or I don't know what I don't know what we did, but it wasn't like I don't think she saw anyone else like that day. Like I was so confused. That's mad. You know what? That's yeah. that's the kind of uh, that's the kind of vibe I want you to be giving with these these fake art uh, glasses. Do you know what I mean? You know, I'll like, go to my people, suit guy. Like, I need a, like, yeah. I need an outfit with uh with glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the good glasses. Send your outfit suggestions in the comments. Yeah, no. <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's start prepping this one. Like I said, you prepped the school board. Yeah, before we even started this episode. Isn't it? Yeah, so I I'm mean... pretty sure we can start prepping the third bet. Look, you're you're getting a little ahead of yourself. I gotta lose the bet for me to for me to do it. Yeah, we got a stardust bet. I feel like the stardust bet and the battling bet are definitely different, though. You could you could lose a star bet, stardust bet very hard and still win the the legend bet. But yeah, I'm gonna be be on my grind too. You know, I need to win the stardust bet. So use Trevenant for a full day and tank your ranking, right? And then that that really that's the motivation, right? Yeah, Yeah. it's like the head start. You know, it's the head start you need. It's like it's like you're entering the grand finals, and I have I'm on the winner side. You're on the loser side. Wait, what? What do we do if the uh the move update happens like tomorrow, and it looks like Trevenant's mayor again? Uh. That's a good question. I think, yeah, if it is, we'll, we'll revisit it next week. Yeah. Okay. It's got to be a Pokemon that's not good. Yeah. So if if, if Trevenant is better, then, because next week will be before the on Ultra Unlock starts anyway, right? Yeah. Because, um, yeah. So, yeah, that's good. That's a good point. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. All right. Well, we got it locked and loaded. I think, um, yeah, I think it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, I know we've been talking about merch on Battlecast for a while, but. It is on the way now. We've officially we've officially started that process, so we're gonna we're gonna get that sorted out, and of course, gonna get us that mattress sponsorship. You know, you know. I'm <laughs> imagine, getting that mattress. Imagine sponsorship. we get mattress mattress sponsorship. There's like six mattresses behind me in the background. <laughs> like, no, please don't buy one of these mattresses. I got no room left. <laughs> like. <laughs> Uh, that'd be too uh, funny. Hey, you definitely win the legend bet after that, though. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. You know? uh, hey, see, eight see sleep. Really, yeah, really backing your product there. Hey, hit him up. Hit him up. Um, uh, if you want to become if, legend, <laughs> if you want to become legend, yeah. If any listeners want to sponsor the podcast, um, definitely reach out to myself or Anacor on Twitter, and we'll definitely get it sorted out too. We can promote. Uh, your brand or whatever you're looking for as well and we'd be using the funds to keep the show running get some additional equipment stuff like that and all those things so yeah even if you don't have a brand or business to yeah yeah if you want to help promote yourself you know like (laughs) yeah you just Uh, you know that's that's probably what the patreon like a patreon's for honestly i mean Uh, if yeah yeah, if we were to create a patreon one day i wouldn't be opposed to it i just want to make sure that we're providing something useful for the patreon right so yeah, yeah yeah you know maybe some extra extra episodes maybe a spot on the friends list mm-hmm. something like that you know maybe yeah maybe you know maybe we oh, have, i'm not uh, gonna lie i used to find those spot on the friends list things really like 
really yeah. cringe. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. not going to mention names in it, yeah, but there's certain people who have that on their like menopause and stuff. Not my yeah, yeah, you're about you're to really, uh, you really value it now. <laughs> <laughs> you're in the same boat now. Um, uh, no, but maybe, maybe something we could do potentially, and we could talk more about this off air is we, we create like a Discord for Battle Cats. And yeah. um, actually, myself and Zion used to have one, but that's when we were hosting together. And it was a combination for our specific Patreon. Um, but if we were to do one, maybe we could do like, we could have it be like a Battle Cats podcast, like scrim server almost, you know? Like you subscribe, you can scrim for like GBL or play Pokemon stuff. We'll be, might be in there scrimming, you know, stuff like that. Maybe some exclusive content. So I don't know. We'll think it through. If it's something that interests people, let us know. Obviously, if there's only like one person signed up, it's not going to be very helpful if you're just screaming me and Anacor. Maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean you know, is going to be ready, right? He's 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 got he's got the mind, body, and soul ready this upcoming season, right? <laughs> so he's 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 committed. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, but yeah, any any last words? Um, no, nah, man. I mean, uh, what's it? We're getting all the new Paldea stuff. Um, yep. it seems so. Those have been what we've been getting instead of move updates um so i think that should be kind of interesting uh looking at the stats briefly i think uh so some of that like equable for example could it has like similar stats to dragon Mm -hmm. so it could be usable in master league which is interesting Mm -hmm. um i'm not really sure dude it's like grass and dark right it's just like yeah might not be that great but yeah. skeleton just sounds interesting because it could be like an ultra league alola marowak mm. so that's that's definitely interesting um yeah. you know it's got it's got a bit of both behind it so those should be interesting um yeah honestly i think just uh rav next week yeah move updates like dude bring them. in a few days bring them I'm ready yeah ready. yeah yeah, very black and loaded. I gotta say one thing as uh as you're officially now a co-host, I need to start asking you what some of the stuff you say mean. Cause like you're speaking like <laughs> British English. And I like I legit, I'm not gonna lie, I don't know what you're saying sometimes, right? Like I gotta ask you, right, <laughs> no, before we do the sign off. Cause when I say uh, I say like all right, we're heading out, peace out or something like that. You say uh, something, but I don't know what you, what are you saying when we sign out? Like what is the word you say? Because I'm editing the vlog, I'm (laughs) editing the podcast, and I'm like slowing it down, like listening back and forth. I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. I just like, I just right when after you say it, I just cut it off. I'm just like, I don't know what you said, but I'm just going. I'm not going to cut you off. I'm going to let you say it, but I don't know what you said. (laughs) Yeah. So what do you say when you're Um, saying like goodbye or whatever? Safe. Safe. Yeah. Like like S A F E. Yeah. What does that mean? Like like stay safe essentially. It just means like just like yeah like like. I, I, I don't know. Like it's just like goodbye. Like say, so. oh, that's what they, do they say it, that? It, it probably London? comes from like yeah. It probably comes from like I don't know, keep safe or something like that. Okay. I'm assuming, but yeah. Oh, yeah, that's just, yeah. gotcha. It's gotcha. funny that you bring that up though, because like uh, that's that's been a, a thing in like the Drake of his uh, uh, our little like team Discord where everyone else is from the US, and <laughs> yeah. I'm like the only yeah yeah. <laughs> so uh, apparently there's a slight language barrier there. Do people understand you in We're Australia? We're on a learning journey. Bruv, you know what? I'll be very honest, right? Um, a lot of places that I go to, yeah. And I don't know if this is, I, I don't think this is just me. I think this is just like Londoners in general, right? But like a lot of places I go to, um, people end up 
picking up these words and using them. Ah. So, so even even in Australia, I was a bit worried that I'd get an Australian accent. Yeah, bro. Some of the people really? I've been chilling Australia, with, the English and Australian accents pretty similar already. <laughs> I know you you would disagree, but I I could barely tell sometimes between the Australian and the yeah. English. Man. Okay, uh, one thing I'll say is that it's like kind of close to like a, a Cockney accent. So yeah. there's some similarities in it, yeah, but it's definitely not like I wouldn't say it's the same. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. But yeah, honestly, uh, yeah, I've got some Australians speaking like London, you know. Really, Bruv, It's only a matter of time before you, you know. I'll give it a month. Yeah, you start we'll signing, signing a up month. Stage, yeah. I don't know. I was uh, I, I was in month. Georgia. I was in the South for 13 years, and yeah. I wasn't speaking. Hey. I was thinking I I will say too. I mean, I'm I obviously like an English and an Australian accent are very are, are definitely different things. But a New York accent and like a southern like Georgian accent is definitely way more different than an English and an Australian accent in my opinion. That's a pretty big difference. I, I might need to send you some videos of that in a minute because uh, because <laughs> okay. you know also the thing is you say is that like the, there's so many different accents in the UK, right? So oh, true, 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 yeah. yeah it I depends on which one you're talking about, you know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like I'm maybe, like, yeah, maybe if you're... From, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, people okay. from Australia yeah. and uh, UK are going to hate on me after this episode. <laughs> like ignorant American. I'll be honest, you know, yeah. I I can't tell the Probably difference right. between most Australian accents. Like I can tell the difference between like a really hot, well, not harsh, but like a really like deep Australian accent where it's like they're really, mm-hmm. they're really sounding Australian. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's my sort of like scale, right? It's like, oh, you sound Australian, or you sound Australian. <laughs> um, okay. I, I couldn't tell that regional I got one other question for you this is this is something that's I've always like not understood how come there's a lot of English people that like they have an English accent but they're they're singers right the professional singers like Leonard and Lewis right but when they sing they sing in an American accent Bro. did you know have you noticed that before yeah 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 Why is it's that like a, a big thing right because it's like Okay, so with with a lot of singers, yeah, it's straight up just like, oh, they're singing an American accent, right? Yeah. There was one singer, Lily Allen. I don't know if you remember her. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lily, uh, her yeah, brother yeah. is like an actor on Game of Thrones. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she she used to sing in an English accent, but also, like, I think she sang in an accent that wasn't exactly hers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was still like you know singing an English accent. I think a few. Uh, singers did that as well um and then a recent example is Dua Lipa yeah she still technically sounds like she's singing in an uh, American accent but there's like Wait, Dua Lipa's English where I didn't realize that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, she's from my area as well actually oh. um you know her same age and everything. uh um, what what you do <laughs> so Wait. Personally, but yeah oh okay yeah um but um she's so she sometimes sings like some parts in like a bit of an English accent. Mm. Um, I would say that it kind of sounds like a stylistic choice where um, you're you're like stressing some of the sounds, and then it just sounds American because you do that. That's that's my my interpretation of it. I don't know. All right. My final question you know I mean? for you. Yeah, I, I think so. But I, I'm not I'm not great at imitating accents, so it seems really hard for me, but they might be more talented. 
Um, my final question to you is, can you do an American accent? Like if you're trying to imitate American? I think so. I think it's not too difficult, right? But right, let's, let's, it depends. Let's, let's yourself, then. <laughs> this, this, this is my example, right? Wait, let me close my eyes. All right, all right. Start, start from the top. So, uh, for example, I've got a bottle. bottle. Okay, I shouldn't have gone for that word. But, um, you know, I'm sitting on a couch. I'm pretty sure that's sure that's what you guys call it. <laughs> Dude, that was pretty good. That was pretty good, actually. Wait, yeah. yeah. But I feel like American accents are just like the easiest to do, right? Because you just I watch so know. much that's American TV when you grow up. So, yeah. yeah, you sounded like um, a white collar like office worker when you're talking. That? <laughs> the the thing is, is that like one of the words I was about to say is bottle of water, and like. I, I do not know how to say that. But it's yeah. like one of the memes, right? It's like battler, battle. bottle, bottle of water. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Wait, how do you say it? Yeah. Either like bottle of water, bottle of water. Yeah, bottle okay. of water. Yeah. Bottle yeah. Okay. Yeah, your your accent's not as thick as um. I don't know if you know Dawes, um, Adam Dorcott yeah, from BGC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a very thick accent. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Okay, so, yeah, but his is, like, his, okay, you know what? His, yeah, is exactly what I imagine most foreign people imagine a British <laughs> yes. accent to be like. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, 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 his is, like, yeah. Mountain Abbey or something. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think his, yeah, his is different. I, honestly, I don't hear very many people sounding like him. Yeah. Which is the funny thing, you know. Um yeah 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 okay i'll work out my english accent maybe i'll surprise you one day with let's it. go let's go hey hey you know what it's more the words yeah i want to hear you signing up with say so you know like I said, give it a month give it a month I, yeah you know uh, you know I'll, i will give it a month so here's the thing i already got it in my head yeah. i'm matching right a month and a half later or so you know we're doing podcasts we're starting off the podcast you're eating the hot chip and you can't talk because it's like sweating and stuff right so i gotta i gotta do the podcast for both of us so i'm just have a conversation <laughs> with myself i'm gonna talk with me and then i'm gonna respond as if you're talking right in an english accent this is the goal i'm setting for myself assuming <laughs> assuming i win this bet <laughs> all right go for it go for it do you know what yeah i'm not gonna lie yeah i might send you some videos in it yeah because i think this would be kind of interesting i'll send you some study material Okay, okay, okay. Bro, you, I don't know I don't know if any of you viewers know about um that uh oh man. No, nah, I, I don't I don't know the name of this video so I won't reference it, but anyway. Okay. Drop yeah, drop in my see, DMs. We'll take a look. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, it is uh it is August 29th. No GBL update yet, but mm-hmm. hopefully we'll have one soon. We got two bets in the work and yeah, let's see. Let's see how long we can keep Anacorp before he runs off <laughs> to, to dodge these bets. Yeah, at least a season. <laughs> at least a season. Yeah. 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 Hey, I think um another good sponsorship is Doll Shape Club. We were trying to get it for Speedy back in the day, but we just didn't get in time. <laughs> you got a pretty good beard, you know. You got a pretty good yeah, beard. Yeah, yeah, we could. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we got to amp it up a little bit though, because this one shave thing. Something I learned from my mistake last time is. He shaved once. He had a beard back in like two weeks. Like it was, it was full. Yeah. Beard. It was too. Also, quick. personally, I'm not really bothered about whether I have a beard or not as well. So. Oh really? Well, so my uh, thought was, yeah, like, if you lose, you clean shave your beard every single day for a full month. That just sounds like effort as opposed to like 
Well, it, of I course mean, it's natural. It, yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's on you. You like, lost, but it's great yeah, for the sponsorship. Yeah, you know, hey, I use this yeah, Dollar yeah, Shave yeah, uh, Shave Razor yeah. every day. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, that, no mess up the skin. So. <laughs> that won't be me anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's sad too. All right. Anyway, we'll catch you all next week uh, with some GBL updates, and we'll unpack it, and it'll be the episode right before the the new season. And there's a chance. Mm-hmm. There's a chance we might have a guest. It probably won't be Speedy right. eating a hot chip, but I, hey, if Speedy's out there listening, I, I won't, I won't stop him. If he wants to come on to eat a hot chip and dip out, or stay on for the whole episode, that's on him, man. I'm, I'm down for that. Yeah. So let us know. Yeah. I think the real question is, what is that Speedy Hot Chip Twitter account going to tweet about now? Yeah, that is true. I'm going to start <laughs> tweeting about you, right? <laughs> oh, no. They already got the ha- they already got the handle and everything yeah. covered. We'll see. I'll, yeah. I'll be on the lookout this week. I'm pretty but... sure those handles are changeable, you know. So... <laughs> we'll, yeah. see. we'll see how it goes. You, I mean, you said you know who runs the account, right? Just DM a. I do, I do. Yeah, I guess I'll I, I could DM them, or maybe I'll just I'll just be surprised. I'm sure they're dedicated listeners, so they'll they'll hear about this and uh, make the decision on the own. But it's not me. It's not me. I will say that. Uh, anyway, we'll catch you all next time and have a good one. Peace out. Safe. See, now I understand what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Now honestly, yeah, like yeah, give it some time, innit? Yeah, because. <laughs> I've I've had people I've had people start talking. Bro, I went to flipping uni in it, yeah, some next any place in the UK, and I was surprised that people in the UK couldn't understand what I was saying. Yeah. Bro, two <laughs> months later they were all chatting like me. I was like, bro, uh, you ain't gonna, yeah, I I ain't changing, we'll, I ain't changing. We'll see, we'll see. All right, have a good one, y'all. Yeah. Bye.